Dreamy. Dreamy, wake up, wake up, dreamy, dreamy. <laughs> Hello. Well, this is a very kind of a private podcast. I've, I've just recently let it out on Apple. And it's just observations really about uh, a few things as we're living in, in times that I think that could uh, definitely incapacitate uh, people. People's hearts fail from lack of faith. And, and uh, I think uh, that particular verse in the Bible really meant that, you know, when times get to be really, really, really insane, because right now the public cannot accept what's going on. You know that. That's why they take the propaganda. And But if they don't wake up, they'll die. You know, it reminds me of the, 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 the famous song, White Bird, uh, forget, you know, the, it was the late 60s, White Bird, with the, in the golden cage. White bird must fly or she will die. It's just a, you know, a, a really interesting, uh, perfect song about, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, if you don't move. And of course, the, the key is, the, the Zen key to that is, um, but if, if, if she moves, she'll, she'll, um, you know, she'll go through the cage. Impossibly. But according to your eye, it doesn't seem like you could. Because you're in a cage. And um, there's that going on, too, where we feel like we're in a cage in the United States and around the world. Because I know I've talked to people around the world and uh, in various countries. And um, they feel kind of the same way. They're, they're trying to feel a sense of hope that somehow this ends. And I've, as I told my friends and filmmaking friends and stuff, I just said, hey, uh, no, no. That whatever has started will not stop. I get mad at me, you know, sometimes. You know, it's like sometimes you just want to have your delusion. You know, it's it's going to be okay. They're going to lift the thing and all that. It's like, no, it was uh, the whole COVID thing is part of a program that's, um, you know, a permanent thing they want to do. And they, who's they? They are the real power of the world, not your countries are meaningless. Countries have no power. There are no countries, as we've said, you know, several times before. There are no countries, not really. And I, I know people really say they like the United States. We really haven't in my lifetime had a viable United States. I'm thinking back to my birth and then to now. It's always been subject to the global powers calling the shots, whether, whether it be war, just any number of things to where the people didn't have a say, Right. Yeah, people keep voting like they have a say and they keep thinking they have a say and they're going to get rid of the corruption. They're going to have a say and they're going to send Mr. Smith to Washington. They're going to get a say. And, you know, one day they're going to have a say. One day things are going to be normal. No, no, guys, listen. It's going to be easier. It's not going back to normal. And there was no normal. It's always been like this. You just couldn't see it. And the reason you couldn't see it is because it was well-concealed. Now they need you to see it. Why? Because they need your free will. See, they need, it's the harvest time. They want to harvest that free will. You know, and right now it's in the form of a vaccine. Right? Right now it's in the form of a vaccine, and they'll do anything to get you to take it. This doesn't really sound like a vaccine, now does it, folks? Uh, 
They'll do anything to get you pay you millions of dollars to take it. Why? What's what's the big deal? If most people have the vaccine, or there's uh, herd immunity, and uh, especially for those new uh, strains, it seems to me that people are developing antibodies naturally to the new strains, right? Because that's it's an ongoing uh, mutation. But the thing, for some reason, they can't move forward <clears throat> unless everybody gets the vaccine, um, and it has very little to do with anything with reality i mean if they get rid of the uh uh you know the the, the covid was a 99.5 percent chance and we've also been through the numbers people say hundreds of thousands dead now we have about the same amount of deaths as we did the years before when they called it flu and other things but it's about the same including 2020 and so far in 2021 now, so they're going to release an even stronger plague next time. But anyway, we told you on day one, it came from the lab. Did we not? And I know people of uh, certain political persuasions get so angry at this. But really, it's got nothing to do with political parties. We're not, you know, in a political party. We're not supporting Donald Trump. We're not supporting Joe Biden. We're not really supporting anyone because we realize that uh, politics has nothing to do with reality. Correct? In other words, you know, there are fights going on to try to do recounts and things, and those may be laudable, and those people are, you know, fighting it out because there's the powers that be and their minions would like you to take the jab, (laughs) do what you're told, be taxed into oblivion, let them have all your, you know, all your stuff. And um, I guess die on cue, you know what I mean? So we we understand that. There is no, uh, you know, there is no, and there has not been a future in the past. You know, I'm thinking back to the 50s and 60s. There was no future then. They declared God dead in 1965. And that's been the the, the, the policy of uh, the United States ever since. When we have funerals and things like that, we do Babylonian rituals. We do not do, uh, you know, there's a, there's a kind of a, you know, priestly guys in there doing a sort of a semi-Catholic thing or whatever, but it's not... It's got really very little to do with uh, God, the Creator, the you know the 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 truth, the reality, the the, the the why we hear what this and what is anything. You know, what is anything is a good question because here we have a nice uh, stage, a nice set of false teeth, but it's not reality. You know, we believe in it, and we're suffering because we believe in it, and. Um, those who believe in God, as I do, have, have, have been tested, you know, to say, well, why would God allow these things to get so dark? And so, twist, I'm to remind you, it's, it's been like this before when we've had nuclear bombs and we've had, you know, you get a carpet bombing and, you know, Dresden, you know, firebombing Dresden and, and the UK, you know, in London. And we've had 
uh, tremendous fights in Afghanistan and Libya. We've had ongoing wars indefinitely, and that's not reality, right? There's no reason for those. And a lot of people that call themselves, say, patriotic believe in, uh, you know, they believe that uh, the soldiers are defending the homeland against terrorists that might come here. There are no terrorists coming here. And now they flip the script, as if you didn't notice, folks. And now it's the white supremacist is the most dangerous movement, and they're organizing terror cells, and they're going to attack. And we better, but, but the whole key to that is it's called uh, pre-crime. What they want to do is, is uh, have a context or a pretext for rounding up uh, people of, say, the uh, conservatives or Trump supporters or whatever, uh, even if they haven't done any crime because they might do one. And then what they do is they put, they put them in solitary confinement if they found them at the Capitol or on Facebook, whatever it was. And... Uh, the 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 two sides battled out. The left feels just fine about that. The uh, the right, if you will, conservatives, they don't feel good about the fact that there are political prisoners. And let me just back up beyond all the parties and all the yelling and screaming and stupidity. Stupidity being the number one commodity of the United States, uh, especially from all the right. Now you see that all the people in Congress, save for a few, that take it seriously. They're all puppets, right? They're all owned and slaves, so they will do what they're told, and as will the uh, the CIA and the FBI and blah blah blah. And that's that's always been the way it's been from the day one. The FBI has always been uh, the uh, let's just say the the insurrection, the false flags, the uh, you know in, infiltrate whatever they do to make this case. They're trying to make this case to get rid of you know basically it's the Obama administration. Um, third term, and in the first term or second term, he wanted to bring about a one political party, like the Communist Party is one party. And that was the goal. So that's why there's the pretext for arrest. Uh, it's, if you study Cuba, if you study um, China, if you study Venezuela, or any place a communist has gone and, you know, to impoverish and destroy a people, which is the point of it, then you realize that um, the people in prison might simply have been innocent people. They just happened to be in the wrong party or they supported the wrong guy. And, you know, so when the one side wins out, they all get, you know, they, they're criminals because they, they are, their minds are wrong, so they get thrown in jail and then they never see the light of day again. That's what we, you know, certain leaders here, and that goes for Republicans and Democrats, really, have been on this fight for uh, to not see that kind of tyranny on these shores. The tyranny today is just about the same as China or North Korea or whatever. It's the same thing with a with a nicer, you know, uh, visage, if you will, a nicer uh, veneer. But it's the same idea, you know. So you see these guys get out there and talk. The biggest problem is white supremacy. We've got to find them and. We may have to arrest members of Congress if they happen to be Republicans. You know what I mean? So they've even done that. They've, if they're too close to Trump in the past, well, we've got to arrest them. You don't know what they're going to do. And the people here will not only tolerate it, but cheer it on. The reason that the left and the right have both been against tyranny in the past is because if the political winds went another way, you could have the same thing against 
the left, where they're getting rounded up for, for being radicals. They're getting rounded up because they might burn a city down, right? So, that, so it could go either way. Both ways are wrong, by the way. So I'm not here to, you know, tout one over the other. Tyranny is tyranny. It's, it's awful for humans to be locked up when there's no charges, especially when they ask, well, when can I have an attorney or have charges? They say, never. You are never going to be let out. You're never going to have an attorney, and you are never going to have due process. Okay, so we as a people now, and that goes for everybody, we're now tolerating no due process for people um, thrown in prison. And, you know, it's been like, you know, with this climate, you know, the left in charge, you have, you know, uh, all the different Marxist groups, which is really the Marxist, the left is Marxism. So with them in charge, you get, you know, all these people get arrested, they get a break. They burn down a city, cause $2 billion damage, no problem. Walking on the lawn in the Capitol on January 6th, that's it, you're gone for life. And uh, I know that sounds insane. You guys, I don't think a lot of people have wrapped their minds around this. See, this is the tyranny I told you would come if, you know, Trump, who totally, you know, let every, you know, let you down in this regard, if he didn't make a move to try to clean up some of this stuff, it was going to come get him, you know, and it and then it did. And what we're talking about is it's not neo-Marxism, it's, it's hardcore communism, Marxism straight up, versus the idea of freedom. But we, do we really have freedom here? Have we really had freedom? There's been, um, there has been, uh, you, you know, a, uh, a system in place that has afforded some people uh, opportunity, but not others, not because they couldn't get ahead or they couldn't make it work, but because they, of the way they were programmed to think they couldn't get ahead because of the way they were programmed it when it, you know, to call it before it's over, before the fat lady's things, if you will. And um, it's hard to kind of find out what to talk about because we have this global tyranny going on. And by the way, this this is global. This is not just the United States. I mean, my my thing is, you know, the, the, the problem that, uh, that Trump has for you, people are still Trump supporters or supported Trump, I had always been a mixed, he had been a mixed bag with me kind of from the beginning, and that is because he didn't do anything about the, uh, you know, adjudicate the uh, 2018 midterms, which in my, you know, just because I'm, I'm friends with the people in Newport Beach, and I watched this, all their elections go, you know, completely against like what the people, what the demographics are. And I said, what are you going to do about this? They go, nothing. I go, well, you're you going to get hurt. And then, you know, and it, so Trump didn't do anything about that. And then, and then, um, and we said, sir, you must make a move if, if you're going to be able to have any kind of, you know, elections or contests, or whatever. But that's not what was in the card. So, okay, huge error. You know, I don't know why so blind, maybe bad advice, who knows. But the next thing, uh, and there was all, obviously plenty of opposition, but mainly from, Marxists coming from China, coming from people that want to see the one world order, a one world global order, Klaus Schwab, Great Reset, all those guys who have endless money throwing it all at, you know, getting Trump out of there. And he, he finally got rolled by the, uh, the plan of uh, agenda, you know, of, of planned uh, agenda 21, uh, agenda 2030. 
And the big the big one was event 201. And it was all right there, but nobody briefed him. And so he, he got rolled. And um, and then he did some things that were just not good. You know, I mean, like, for example, leaving people, the people that supported him and let them get arrested and you know, didn't say anything. And, and even though the vaccines are killing many, many people, th- there should have been a word of caution. He didn't do that. So I've, you know, my support is not there. I, I don't really support anybody. I'm not really... Um, I'm looking at this from more of a like a like a personal growth spiritual angle right now because I think that's the only way we're going to really you know it's, it's we're going to have to approach this in an individual way with individual faith and you know each person is going to have to try to get through this period of time you know uh, you know and and um, so I want to tell you a few things about what I've what's been revealed to me that that would help. I think we all know the rest of it. I, as far as the, um, you know, the, the, you know, I'd been on all sides of the spectrum, Democrat, uh, even communist at one point. I was very young. Uh, I've been a conservative, been a libertarian, I've been a, you know, a Republican, and, and I, and I have unregistered for anything. I don't even, I really don't care to participate because, and I know that's a big discussion there, but I, at this point, we're in an emergency situation. It's not really about, you know, any kind of politics at this point. You know, it's a, it's basically we have a possible, uh, 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 you know, a, an extinction event going on. And so now, see, we have to shift focus to that. See, we're all in this together, you know, just like I was talking to a young man and, uh, and uh, Albuquerque and, uh, you know, uh, an artist that's helping me uh, get some graphics and things. And you know what I mean? He's like, it's so interesting talking to him about his, where he's at and everything. We got along just great. I mean, I think he, he really, uh, uh, and he's coming from the arts. So that's, that's also very interesting. And, and uh, it's, it's, I think what he's going through is kind of waking up, this guy is you'd be about Francesca's age, maybe a, a couple years older. No, actually about Francesca's age, about 31, 32, 33. And uh, he, he's on to it. You know, he's on to it. But he doesn't have the fact that, that what we see, all this form, all the forms here, and, you know, all the uh, statues and people walking around, this is all an illusion. And he doesn't see that part of it. He sees... I think if I'm being fair, I think he sees he's disaffected by both political parties, as we all are, and uh, doesn't really fit in there, and um, doesn't like the corruption, obviously. He sees something wrong with the the jab because they start offering people around here a lot of money to take it, so he's like got a red flag going with that. And just kind of like like a lot of you feel right now. You know what I mean? It's... it's, uh, you know, you're starting to realize that our problem that we have is not left or right. The left or right actors who do things like burn stuff down or whatever they're going to do, these are always, 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 uh, you know, um, uh, fake. You know, they're, they're, they're not real. They're not real movements. They're, they're a, a way that the world wants to go. And you have to look at it spiritually. What, what way do they want to go? The whole world is involved in this. Okay, the whole world. There are no countries. It's very important to understand that. 
There are no countries. There are no, um, you know, there are these uh, forces in, in countries of, of, you know, Marxism, which is basically uh, a, a, you know, religion that, that has to do with, uh, you could say Satan, but what it really is is deeper than that. You know, just saying Satan, it's much more complex than that because there are beings, obviously we've talked about this, you know, like Satan being, you know, a dragon and a reptile and a, and a snake and this and that, all these different forms and attributes. But yes, um, those beings, and a lot of people say they're just demons. Okay, they're demons, but they have form and function. You know, they have... Uh, physicality, they have laboratories, they have, you know, spaceships, they have all kinds of things. But they are basically, you know, um, getting their slaves here to pull this great reset, this great thing, but it's really not for the benefit of human. It is for their benefit, and it would be a uh, to depopulate the world. Um, you remember a long time ago, you know, this is should be of interest to everybody of every of every persuasion. You know, when we think about you know, we point upwards, we go up there, that's the problem. The invaders, you know, these these are the invaders. And they're right here am, uh, amongst their running things. You know, they actually run the show here. And, you know, I, I could easily put it in Christianese and say, the demonic, uh, satanic, uh, Satan, and demons run the world. And you'd, you'd be fine with that, right? If we wanted to get into, like, the UFO thing... We could say, uh, that's all a misnomer, but yeah, those guys run the world. And you don't see them in Congress or what, you know what I mean? And also there's a good number of clones. There's all kinds of weird stuff. I don't want to get hung up on it. But another force, an anti-human force, runs the world. And, and now it's time, you know, to, to, to harvest the souls. Okay. So the idea, um, is mass death. I mean, you need a mass death event. And, and you know, it's being, you know, if you look at the food, the water, and, you know, the vaccines and the diseases and the Wuhan, all the stuff, it's like everything they're doing, everything Big Pharma's doing, everything that people are doing is for the enslavement and the ill health of people against their will. But they need something from you, i.e. free will, to really pull it off. So they use propaganda worldwide, to get you to, um, you know, decide, you know, something like the jab, which is maybe that's partway to the goal they have, you know, so, so they, they have to fall short of coercing you, so they have to, you know, bribe you, do this, tempt you, all that's on the table to get you to do it, and then, of course, you know, once you've said yes to that, then you, you know, you fall subject to, you know, AI programming, 5G programming, um, you know, electronic magnetism. You see the magnetism going on. People get a jab. They can put a spoon on their arm and you see the meat at the markets magnetized. You can take the meat and put it up against the fridge. It sticks there, you know, and uh, that kind of thing. But it's pretty scary because it's still leading to a... a uh, a, 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 a depopulation and then a compliance of, uh, you know, human and then eventually a standardization of human. Uh, but you have to realize the original reason for human, right, was to uh, replenish. See, this is what I, 
Don't you love that word? Replenish the world. What the hell is it? I thought the book of Genesis is talking about the creation of the world for the first time. And yet, you know, the scholars are stumped by that one. Oh, it must be a misprint or it must be they meant, and they twist it into something that they can handle. Well, the whole point of religions on the planet has always been the same, to control people. So if I say I believe in God, that doesn't mean I believe in church. I don't believe in any institution that uh, man would have right now at all. Zero, zilch, and nada. I'm, uh, I'm also not looking to exactly escape. Well, what I, I think my role could be here is to, you know, kind of help people to, to, you know, snap out of it. It's almost like you were awake before, right? I don't know when, at some other time, maybe, you know, prior to your birth or some other form you're in or something. But I think we all have a memory of being awake, don't we? We have a memory of, you know, that, you know, if nothing dies, how can we go through this life and death and the body slows down and we die? That doesn't seem right. And it's not right. It's not really real reality. Then you go, well, you know, in our film Girl Next, we talked about you know, from the very earliest time, it's going to leak in. The, the quest to understand about what the other world is. The realm of death, it gets uh, called. The We need to contact them over there. We need to see uh, what's over there. We need to conjure that up. And then, of course, in, in Girl Next, you have the other world being represented by, you know, basically, um, you know, legion. You know, witches, legion, you know, legions of... of uh, of beings that have come and gone and are in the other world. And that's one way of looking at it. I don't think that's the only way or, or the whole way. I think that's something where people where people are at kind of that spot now and say, well, there's, there's good versus evil here. Then there's another world, right? Call it the occult world, the, the realm of secrets, the, the world where the, the Freemasons want to know about it, the, the Satanists want to know about it. The various secret societies want to know it. They want to wield the power. And from there came the lizard people, advanced technology, pyramids, mathematics, clothing, uh, manners, uh, laws. So what's this, this, this extinction? So what's the end of man about then? And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, so that's the, the, you know, the thing that people are having trouble coping with in my, you know, psychologically people are being driven into mental illness and mental illness meaning the inability to accept reality as it is or the, the basic circumstances of the situation that we as humans find ourselves in. Would that be fair? Would you agree that's fair? That if you can't accept that, then, 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 then that would be the beginning or some kind of, you know, you know, a festering mental illness that, that can go into, a, you know, whatever level of delusion, you know, fairy tales, whatever, believing in things that just aren't so, that, that are nicer to believe in, is a form of mental illness, you know. Um, 
looking, but at the same time, you don't want to be too hard on your fellow man because you look at these circumstances, you go, oh my God, I can't see a, a way out. I think we're doomed. And then it's like, well, do you want them to think they're doomed or would it be better if they live in kind of a fantasy world for a while? Maybe having a mental illness is actually a better way to go right now with little invisible friends that, that, that help you, that you can talk to, rather than being in the real world where people are just like, you know, in, you know a comatose state, you know, state or not aware of themselves, uh, becoming more and more violent, angry, unhinged, right? People like for nothing, you know, if you don't have your mask on right, a guy, you know, slugs another guy in the face, you know, just, it's, you know, it's things we haven't seen before. It, it, it's so, so many, so, so many uh, instances of that kind of thing. We have not seen that. So, yeah, so as a writer, I look at all this and I'm like, well, I've got a, a book I want to write, you know, and, um, and I'm going to write, I've had to summon the courage to write it. It's, Usually when I write things, it's, you know, it's a painful experience as well as it can be exhilarating if you do it well and you complete your task and all that. And um, But, you know, you writers out there, you understand what I think what I'm talking about. You know, you've, 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 you're with yourself and uh, whether you like yourself, you don't like yourself and you're with your characters. And, you know, it can be an emotional experience. It can be a draining experience. It might be a nice experience. It could be an exhilarating experience. It could be horrible. It could be great. It could be anything. So it's a journey that you take. And then it's uh, solitary. Then the world's moving so fast right now. It's hard to sit down and write a few pages because by the time I'm done with those few pages, it seems like everything's almost bypassed me already. I used to be five, six, seven, eight years ahead of my time whenever I'd write things or you know, speak things or now it's like, you know, it's there. Then pretty soon you can see where you can be bypassed where you're not right. You're not able to get out ahead of anything because it's moving so fast to the conclusion. Right. But we don't want to accept that, that notion. And, um, you know, people want to go back to, you know, politics or back to, you know, it's so funny after you had this, uh, you know, this this push to have this one party. Well, one party is the Communist Party, so it's a one-party system. You know, it's a Marxist system. They all say it to themselves. I don't know why they don't let it out of the bag and let the press say it, but it's basically, they've you know, what they want is a one-world order, which is a, a Marxist, socialist, communist world order, according to Bill Gates and the experts have said that's what we need, and then they're the ones that call the shots. So they say that's what we need and then that's what gets implemented. You know, if you need to dim the sun out, well, Bill is going to go ahead and dim it out for you. If you need to vax, you'll get vaxxed. There's no government to protect you. There's no law to protect you. you right? <laughs> yeah, so now you see the way it works. Okay, And most people cannot handle the, the, the structure of the world right now. They can't handle it. So they're in their little trips doing their thing. I see people on Instagram. I see all these uh, actors and actresses because we have a movie there and you know, pushing that and you know we're trying to get the word out. And so you attract all them and you look at them and they're they're all trying to be famous or their little worlds trying to trying to catch someone's attention on TikTok or Instagram and and you know uh, you know they're all uh, preening for the cameras and it looks it's uh, definitely the age of narcissism. But I mean they're. 
you know, desperate to be famous, to be discovered, you know. And um, so that's going on. And, you know, and and that whole world, including, you know, the music that's coming out, competing with the music, having the charts, the music, the, the, the culture, the, the, the entertainment mags, the, the uh, you know, I have to be around that right now. So I see all this stuff. And I see uh, a great, uh, if you will, a great, um, I just see a lot of things that are just, it's incredible. You know, people trying to conform to whatever the coolest thing is, right, Uh, in order to be acceptable to be looked at. You know, and also I have to emphasize that the ages are getting younger and younger. In other words, they've, they've, if you've hit 30 already, you are too old. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's done with you. Are we, are we, okay. Are we still on there, Trish, with another, uh, are we still, uh, I'm going down this path and I'm wondering if it, you feel that it's, uh, it's going to pay off. Just you've know, got to be patient. Um, so, how does one live in this? Yeah, you know, I've kind of set it up here, but how does one live? And let me just recap by saying, okay, so you have all these political parties at each other's throat here, and then you have the uh, different people uh, being vilified by racism to make up for racism in the past rounding up of people without due process and all this totalitarian stuff that Orwell warned about. And I think most Americans are not coping with that. It began with the COVID lockdowns, and then now it's continuing. I think people in the UK, the same thing. They're wondering, you know, they're going through the same exact uh, struggle, but they're more locked down. They're locked down still, and they're realizing that they're under the thumb. You're not under the thumb of people in the UK, friends, over there. You guys are basically under the thumb of, we, we call them globalists, but it's, it's really another power source. You know, if you want to say the dragon, that would be fine. You know, all those people there that are supposedly leaders have to obey their masters, even the queen, even Prince Charles, even the, the, the cops, even the, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's what's happening here, too. The exact same thing. It's just a different level. That's what's going on in Canada, where people are, if they uh, don't quarantine or whatever, they get picked up and taken to some place, some quarantine center, where they're detained. Uh, and, and this is going on before, because they still, in, in, they still intend, and I'm going to say some things that are going to happen in the future you may not like, they still intend to release uh, another virus that probably is, you know, really pretty deadly. And they still intend to have the contact tracers and, you know, they, they never got that completely going. Where, where people, if, if you've been around people or exposed and you turn up on their list, they have the ability to detain you and they're going to use, you know, Air Force bases that are, you know, not been in use and, and FEMA centers and various places to detain people and they're they're just getting started with that. Okay. 
Um, they want your, you know, blood. They want your DNA. They want you to, of your own free will, give it to them or take the jab, which then gives them the ability to, uh, to, to um, confiscate that which is your soul, to, to, to commandeer your soul is actually more, you know what I mean, to get control of your soul, which is the thing that makes you you. So that would be to get control of one's soul, of course, you know, you'd, you know, they want to get inside you. Or what do you mean by inside you? They want to get inside your cells. They want to send nanobots in you to 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 interact and to change your body into a hybrid. And once they've done that, they have complete control. Then they want your mind. Okay, they want your mind. To, they want to use your mind as a like a hard drive for consciousness. You know, abducting your soul basically, and then you know, so you're not really there. And they're just using you and whatever other minions they need as a kind of a, a hardware device that they can process through. Because there's like spiritual processing through uh, a soul of a person that includes the brain, the heart, you know, the basic thing. And then there's the processor that's a mechanical, that's like a computer. But the real computers of, of you, you know, that they, that they need or they want... Uh, have a biological and mechanical interface. And uh, so there has to be that, you know, human consciousness is what would be uh, enslaved uh, for that purpose, so that the human would be grown for that purpose. And, and they have, but see, they have to have that free human, that free will, which they can't have if they grow you in a laboratory, you know? So, but at the end of the age of human, they, they'll, they'll grow whatever in a laboratory. You know what I mean? Without, nothing they grow in a laboratory will help them in their, their mechanical quest for conquest of, uh, you know, the portals, stargates, and, you know, master the, uh, masters the universe stuff. They, they can't really get there with, uh, with cloning. They have to really have the, the, the real spark as uh, Steven Schellenberger would call it, the spark, the soul. And um, we don't understand it because we've never been exposed to that kind of thing, you know, where they're trying to hook up this, this, this soul, this, this soul power to a mechanical power to then create whatever universes, parallel universes, whatever, you know, on a quantum level to basically create God out of the many one, okay? That will be them and their will or whatever in usurpation of the, quote, the, the current, even though there's no such thing as time, the current God, the current existing creator, Yahweh, whatever, with the, 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 the first, uh, 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 the first, you know, the, 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 you know, the creator. And, a lot of the problems people have, you know, I think in studying the Bible and things is it's so confusing when there's this, you know, when you know there's something that was something before that was here and then destroyed and then you say, well, was that creator creating that? Was he around that? Or is this a new guy? Is Are they creating a God? Well, this idea of taking, you know, what is said to be in the image of God, you know, human, and then funneling that into one being, and then calling that guy, which is fully 
uh, infused with all the powers of the, of the quantum you know, physics, all the powers of all the technology, everything, that becomes this creator. And then, of course, they, they, that they control, which has been their goal. They always contradict themselves, though. They contradict themselves because they say, well, there is no such thing as God, you know, and if there is going to be a God, we will invent God. And uh, and then they'll say, um, well, for a human to survive, what we're going to do right now, God has to help them because if God doesn't bring, you know, so then they acknowledge God. They acknowledge God and then they reject God. It's very interesting, you know, and, and then there's the whole thing of the watchers and the, you know, the angels and the fallen angels and, the, you know, whether they're, they're um, you know, they interface with God or is there a point where they interface and they don't? And I think, you know, the main thing to know is that they, they the hybrids, the, the you know, the, 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 uh, the, the fallen angels, of the, you know, the, the dark side, if you will, has been, you know, rejected in the side of light, birth, light, etc., is the side that is accepted, but without having both, you would not have the definition to see, you know, to have these beings and all this activity going on on Earth. It wouldn't be here if there wasn't, if there were not two sides. In physics, two sides, you know, two, you know, electricity, uh, male-female, um, up-down, you know, whatever, these, these sort of, you know, collision of opposites that, uh, that gives this, uh, this this creative um, spark, this force, whatever that seems to be behind it all. The other thing about you know with with God is what I notice is that there's things are perfect. There isn't a need to redo anything. It's like there's perfect justice, or there's perfect love, or there's perfect light. You know what I mean? It's just like it is, and then it gets corrupted later. By the very beings that are telling you that they want they want you to worship them as God, so yeah, they want worship. I mean, they actually want worship, and they want to tell you you're a divine being, and then just give them the consent, and then they will just make you worship them through mind control. And you know, the, one of their mottos is "He who controls the mind controls the universe, controls the multiverse, the the omniverse, whatever you want to call it. He who controls the mind." So that's one of their main things. Then you look at the other way and say, well, if we were to escape, how do we escape? Well, what they say is they need to go, they have to advance technologically over how many thousands of years so they get to the point of flight. Okay, flight is like always the main thing with whether it's the Egyptians, the Mayans, any of these groups. They, they know they need to fly out of here to get out of the, out of the grip of this evil, you know, force or this evil, uh, force is seen as you because know, that force wants to enslave uh, you know control get to be able to become a creator to be able to do the things that they 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 i guess they either envy or they they resent the idea that they themselves are limited in some way which they blame god for and I'm really stretching my mind here trying to get all this in where it's not really confusing. But I mean, the point of, point of it is, is like right now we've come to this like little crunch time, you know, where, where the only thing that could really help at this point is, is it would be, have to be a miracle to intercede. 
on our behalf. And they say, well, you've got to go through the sun. You know, have you seen the the square in the sun? Some people call it a portal or a stargate, but NASA has filmed it. I've, I've been kind of studying that and studying the images there. And, you know, I think there is something to this idea of flying through there to the other side, you know, to the you know, no death, no, you know, a different reality altogether. Everything has changed. Then I see, and I talked about it to you last time about this, the sun, right, Jesus, that you have to go through the sun to get to salvation. That's what they're saying. But they have to become technologically advanced to fly a ship through the sun. They call it the sun, the sun in the sky, to get to the other side, to get to salvation. And all the pyramids and everything just really represent power center. They represent the sun, you know, in various ways. But, I mean, that's they've got to use this power that they've, you know, for their, you know, for their advanced technological ships and things to fly through that thing and then become somehow uh, changed into celestial eternal beings. Sound familiar? You got to go through the sun, right, to get to salvation. But what is that? A glorified body, eternal life? No, ultimately, what is the goal? To be the tabernacles of the Most High. No need for light anymore. It's within. And you can, you, we could talk forever on that subject, you know, about what that means. Well, one thing we do know, though, is we're not there now. We're here. And, um, you know, those people that uh, are in charge of the world are beginning to show themselves. In other words, they're not afraid that you see what's going on. And I think that's because they may have to eventually reveal, reveal their masters, right? Because they're going to... And then they're going to tell people to do things, and people are—you can see quite a few people will fall in line, you know, with whatever they're told to do. So this is definitely it. You know, and I, I was thinking—I'd written a screenplay a few, years, you know, a little while back that we're scheduled to do, and now it, it needs an update because it had the military giving jabs to the homeless and to anybody else who would walk in, but it's the military doing it, you know, forced to, with the idea that you'll get something like this. One woman was going to get a new set of teeth and, you know, other guys were going to get, you know, money and that they were paying people to, to take these, uh, these like tattoos, you know, that, that, you know, but a jab at the same time. And um, I think that almost sounds obsolete now. Isn't it funny? Back when I wrote it, there was nothing like that going on. That was a complete get. That was a futuristic writing on my part, right? I was writing about the future, but look, it's already here. Not five years. Try two years. That's really strange. But so, how do we get ahead of that one? What's the next step after that? You know. So if it isn't going to be the military giving jabs and, and you know and all that, we, what are we looking at? And if they do bring about the end of the world, is that really the end of the world, or is it some kind of staged event? And if it is a staged event for for the purpose of human to observe, to go through, to whatever, is that in order to get the free will? Because I can't see any other reason to keep human around 
except to get that free will because I don't know what human offers to them. Right? Work, built, making sneakers doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? You know, d- digging for oil or gold or whatever doesn't do anything. So what is it? What is it they want? And uh, I think I think, you know, to get your head around that, to realize that, well, every day they sort of manifest more and more, and people are hating them more and more, too. And that's another very interesting thing. The, the, but there's also another group of people here who are trying to keep the status quo, trying to, like, act like the world's the same as it was, trying to, like, go on with their business and duties and calling anybody that sees anything some kind of a white supremacist, a right-winger, a Trump supremacist, something derogatory for people that, that, that question, people that are free thinkers, people that, that are wondering about things. That's being very much, very much, you know, poo-pooed. In fact, I saw a meme that uh, where they were calling somebody really stupid, and that's all they would do is just say, stupid, 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 because he was pointing out the hypocrisies in our society, which takes intelligence to point that out. I think it was uh, against Tom McDonald or whatever. They, you know, they know what to do with him because he's he does his rap songs about uh, you know about all this stuff, all the hypocrisy, all the the uh, stupid thinking, all the you know, stupid, the utterly stupid stuff people are involved in right now. And um, you know, he's calling it out. Well, from another angle, you also have people writing articles now. You know, from from my perspective, it's like, well, why are there no good movies anymore? Uh, you know, and they they just wonder with with how much money there is for entertainment and home entertainment, how many people are on Netflix and Amazon and all these places getting moved. Why why is there not a, a huge rate of satisfaction? And you do have a, a loyal following of, uh, say, series, like Netflix series. They have all kinds of little sci-fi things going and everything else. It's because none of those series and none of the things Netflix does ever gets down to what reality is. So therefore, people are going to have a harder time relating to it. And really, they're trying to steer you into not thinking about it that way. You know, say, good versus evil. It's a spiritual battle, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know the the way things are, and, and look at uh, monsters we've had in the past, like, you know, Mao and Adolf Hitler and all that, and that, you know, what was before could come again, and people are being, you know, taken down, and power plants are being taken down, and, you know, these pleasures of, you know, addiction to the TV and these different series is not addressing the stress people are going through in their day-to-day lives. So they're wondering, and they're they're wondering about the, the vaccines. They're seeing people in their families die, and Others get sick and other problems happening, you know, hundreds and thousands of these uh, of injuries. And they're, they're wondering why they're trying to force it so much if it's causing so much trouble. And that is causing them to wake up to the fact that and what, you know, what, what I've tried to do, and uh, I don't, and, and again, in, in movies, I don't do anything. I let the character, you know, like in Girl Next, there's some, Things going on, but that's just because that's, I just live there, you know, I'm just writing. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, but maybe because it was me that was involved in the writing, there's some things, you know, that, that, you know, I'm, I'm just in the person I am, you know, doing it. I'm not trying to, 
you know, I'm not really trying to convince anyone of anything about anything. I'm, I'm, I'm really here to, to, to try to, you know, help people start thinking about what's real and, um, trusting the process that if they do that, then the rest of the thing, the answers will come. You know, and that's, uh, like, for example, most people don't understand, you know, what Jesus is, so we can't ever have a discussion. It's all laced with, uh, you know, bigotry, this and that, and, you know, the whole thing about it should be a black Jesus, a white supremacist, all these stupid issues, missing the whole point of what a cornerstone is, missing the whole point of what the, the alpha and the omega is, you know, missing the whole point of what, you know, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Missing the whole point of what, what reality is, therefore. Missing the whole point of what the word logos means. Missing the whole point of what truth means. Therefore, there's no way to talk about Jesus because those things are more or less inanimate compared to a human. They're, um, you're talking about uh, something quite profound in physics. <laughs> in systems. And so we can't ever get to that part. Therefore, we can't ever just make Jesus accessible or anything, you know, call on Jesus. And, you know, it's, yeah, that's fine. And, you know, people, when they're desperate, will they'll call on Jesus. That's been proven. They'll call on Jesus. And when things get better, they'll drop him because they never understood in the first place what reality is. So therefore, how could they even recognize what Jesus is? Or God or you know, mountains or lakes or rivers or stars. Right? They're just backgrounds in a ever contradictory theater. <coughs> so, how are people going to then live in this period? Now, what they want is compliance. And I suppose to die on cue, you know, to die when, you know, on cue. I think, uh, you know, they have a plan and part of the plan has a depopulation agenda. They want to rid the world of, you know, 7 billion people or something by 2030. And that, I'm just going by what they've stated, what they have publicly admitted, well, you talk to people in the street, you talk to people here, you talk to people there, and they just think you're nuts. Are you out of your mind? People couldn't, wouldn't possibly do that to one another. See, God bless them. They don't think people could be as bad as they can be. So if you don't think people have the capacity for evil, then you're never really going to see reality. And if you actually want to see reality, then you have to open yourself up to the idea that there is evil, and take a look at it. If you take a look at it, it's going to make you sick and tw- upset. And then when no one else is looking at it, you're the only one that sees it, you're going to have a hard time putting the genie back in the bottle. Therefore, you're going to be a very sour a sourpuss. You're going to be pretty unhappy, aren't you? <clears throat> right? You're going to be pretty darned unhappy. Because... Now you're sitting there in a sea of zombies 
unable to have a conversation or whatever, you know, programmed robots, programmed sheep. And here you are trying to say, hey, what do you think of this or that? Or isn't the sky lovely tonight? Huh? Look up. Whoa. Really? So let this become a revolution. You know, I mean, the real revolution is within. You know, and I think the main thing you have to realize here is, well, the way I go about it is, you know, I'm asking the Lord for for direction and strength. You know, and and clarification on the path I'm on and you know, uh, you know, confirmation, and you know, I like to pray with people because prayer is even the most hardcore, uh, you, you know, materialistic scientists that you know know that prayer changes things is effective because just in the same way you could think about somebody and then they call you on the phone, you know, that kind of synchronous. That's you know, prayer is more powerful than that, but we understand that kind of thing exists. And that is a is a technology that does not require hardware. Hardware it doesn't require hardware. That means it's instantaneous. In quantum physics, it's a uh, certain principle principle that there's no uh, no need no travel needed because of the fact that uh, uh, time is uh, you know is uh, not part of the equation. Therefore, technically, you could be, you know, everywhere simultaneously or nowhere at all. Okay, so bringing this down to the ground, how are we going to uh, escape this, this problem? Well, some people are going to die. People are dying, you know, and they're going to go with their heart, which is if they've given their life to the Lord, they're going to go with the Lord. And where does that lead? Well, it's going to lead out of here. How's that? Now, what about the recycling of souls for people that remain? They love the world. They just, you know, they want to be recycled into something. They're not ready to leave yet. Well, they, the lizards and the snakes and the uh, the insects would be very happy to recycle you. Very, very happy indeed to keep a, a hand on you. Right, they'll make you feel warm and fuzzy, and give you a nice little family and an extended family around you, and everyone will cheer on your victory. Okay, and if that's what you have to do again, and you know this time you're going to win, by Jove, there's nothing I can do to stop you, and there's nothing I'm going to say. I'm going to do. You know, I don't. There's really nothing to say about it. I've run into people that have had problems, you know, because they say, well, if you believe in God, you're a homophobe. I say, no, I, I don't, I don't really, um, it's not really on my agenda, not really part of my thought process. You know, I, I kind of focus on my own sin that I got to get rid of. I'm trying to understand it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's something that, uh, I don't like because I like to move into the, into the, you know, I like to be free to move around. You know, and, uh, you know, when people get in a bad relationship, you know, and they're, they're, you know, it shouldn't be, and then they're, they're going to break up, let's say, 
and they get on an endless litany of phone calls and, and you know, angst and pain, and they, they're they so connected, you know, that they, it's almost like Siamese twins trying to separate them, you know? And they're fighting like cats and dogs, and it's just, it's a terrible, terrible thing, and they can't get away, and they can't stop thinking about the other one, and they're obsessing that the other one's seeing somebody. Maybe they're seeing their best friend, or they're seeing somebody out there. And they're, and they're just, and they start stalking them, you know, and maybe they just barge into a bar and shoot the guy, you know? Maybe they shoot all three. The, the pain is overwhelming. Can get people to do insane stuff, but what, what was the problem in the first place with that relationship? Why did it get to that point? I'm just like, you know, I can't stop thinking about her. I can't stop thinking about her. I feel like, you know, and now I've been, you know, thrown out. Now it's, she's broken up with me. I can't, and I just can't have it. And she's seeing my buddy now, and I can't have it. And the pain rises and rises. The obsession, the obsession rises and rises. What is that? And she knows he's obsessed. She's leading him on, too. Maybe she's a little bit evil. She's, she knows he's, right? Because that's energy. She's collecting his energy, right? Turning it into her own power. What the hell is that? And then nobody can get out. It's just like they're stuck. Well, with a lot of supernatural help from the uh, elements, from the black magic, from all kinds of stuff that's going on, it locks them in. And then there's no escape, but finally there's going to have to be a fight. Someone's going to have to back off or someone's going to get killed. But they can't back off. Or really got a hook at him. In her, in it, in, in them. In gays, lesbians, heterosexuals, these people, those people, whatever. People, relationships. And they can't, and it's gone, gone way, way to the point of like, you know, sick obsession. What's going to happen? Uh, why did it get that way? Um, because there's no love without, um, I'll just say, the Holy Spirit. I mean, you know, without, you know, to some people I say, without Jesus, without real, without the Godhead. See, people form soul ties if, they're, if, they're, if it's just basically their desire. And half of it's hormonal, but I mean, let's say they get into this real codependent thing. They can't get away. It's like desire, right? Desire causes pain. And according to Buddhism, desire causes tremendous pain. And they can't get out of that relation. They're stuck like that. What's, what's the mitigating factor? Well, there's no spirit in that. It's, it's completely carnal, and it's obsessional, and it's coming right from the guts and the lines of where jealousy comes from, envy, hatred. You know, lust. It's all power. And they, they create what's called a soul tie. And the soul tie, they can't break. And they can't change it. And they're stuck with it. And they, and they hate it. And they can't, and they hate themselves. Yet it's going to go on, you know, and it's going to go on almost in a structured way until something horrible happens. And, it cannot be mitigated by anyone. It can't be mitigated by psychiatrists or anything else. Time, people say, 
will move away in time, will heal, and you'll forget all about it. No, there never will. It'll always be an obsession. It may not be on the front burner, but it'll just be there, you know, making a person dysfunctional, probably, in the next relationship they try to have. Now, why, why would that be? Just to show you the power of this whole thing. You know, and what does that represent? Well, that represents basic humanity and the power the world has to bind people into it, right? The world being the the lover, whatever. And, um, you know, them not being able to get free of it. It's just there's too many ties. So that's where the spirit comes in. You know, if you could picture, you know, okay, let's say there's a, you know, a, a, a couple of problems, but there's, but there is this word of God, or you know, you know, Jesus in the in the in the midst of it. You know, there's this faith, and that forms a kind of like a little bit of a like a triangle. Imagine on two sides you have male and female, let's say, you know, and uh, and then you have the Lord above that. And the real love, of course, is you fall in love with the spirit, with eternal life, with life, with love, with unconditional love, with all these things that, that, that give us such uh, joy, hope, whatever. You know what I mean? And it's there between the two, but it's a shared situation. It's, it's not exclusive. It's not a soul tie. It's a, um, like an arrangement, like a, it's a, uh, if each person is worshiping God, tied in there into eternity, basically is what that means. Then the day-to-day things, you know, they're free not to get in each other's face and all that angsty, you know, possessive, crazy, binding stuff that leads to disasters. And that's just one example of... of uh, if a nation has that relationship. And what are the attributes? I mean, that the attributes of someone that would be, you know, someone that is trying to be, you know, godly, whatever it would be, you know, think of other people, compassion, you know, unconditional love, not uh, having to retaliate against the enemy, but taking it to the Lord. You know, all these kind of things, you know, um, we need to be able to make it through this situation. Especially like right now, and in the past during the Roman Empire, when people were put to death for any kind of heretical thinking, or in the Middle Ages, and in, in you know the Spanish Inquisition, or or any other totality, you know, against the communists in China, whatever. How do you how do you get through? Well, you can't have a mono a mono thing with the communists because they they'll break you in a million pieces if you're trying to be a you know, I you know that's what they do. They break people and retrain them into their own image, which is to obey a hierarchy and to do what you're told and to not question. So how can we have that now? Well, I think you, you, you guys realize, you know, and, and, and also when people go off looking for God often, you know, and they run into the aliens or the winged serpents, the dragons and the uh, these various other beings, um, and and they say they feel waves of love from them. Uh, you know, say if they're taking psychedelics or whatever, and they think that's real, 
you have to be very, very, very careful if, if, if you're not dealing with the Most High God in the first place, right, the Creator, not male or female, Creator, create, create this, create that, create worlds. And then you might want to ask, you know, hey, why is this going on now? And, and, and was there something before, Lord? Is there something before this? And before that, and before that, and before that. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm not sure you're going to get a, a, a solid answer on it, but it's something that's, I'm not even sure it matters in the end, if there were civilizations here or not. Um, but that quest to know those kinds of things, you know, that, that's been, you know, a veil has been before our eyes, so we cannot see that. Same thing with these entities. We can't see them exactly, but we know they operate on us. We know people become demonic, and then they attack. We know people uh, have, you know, issues like multiple personalities, schizophrenia and all that, and that's like the the operating of many uh, demonic entities uh, on one person if they can get a hold of them. That they want to get inside you and come in manifest into this world using you as a vessel until they you become useless to them, then they want to discard you. We know that all that is going on twenty four seven. We know that most of the people that got involved in, you know, in narcissistic sixties, do your own thing, free love, you know, self, 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 self. You know what I mean? Vanity, 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 vanity. Me, 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 kind of like today. We know that leads to utter, complete, total misery. I see these, I see these people get older, especially you know women that are trying to you know be famous, and then I see them again like five years later, you know, seven years later, and it's you know whatever that was in youth is gone, and they're still trying, you know, and it's it's sad. It's uh, it's always bothered me, you know, that we have. You know, that the only way to mitigate that is, um, I don't know how you mitigate that. They want to, you know, they want to be, uh, you know, there are people that, that uh, are protected and they're protected by their faith, you know, and but I don't see any other way of really being able to mitigate it unless you're, you know, unless your God is the most high God, you know, the creator, the, the, you know, you know, you have God in that first place, and they say, "Well, you're 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 a nutcase. You're 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 like this God guy. Yes, ew, you know." I'm like, "Oh, you're a self person. It's all about self, and you know, and what can you do for me, and what can I do for myself, and how I can go up the ladder, how I can have more power, and more money, and more self, more glamour, more everything." more material, because I'm the material girl, she says, and and all that, and, and you go, well, I'm, you know, I'm not really um, looking at it from a, uh, any kind of church perspective. I have my faith, yes. Yeah. And the reason I have it is because of near-death experiences and very, very serious uh, life-ending circumstances. And my daughter's suicide, and I think you saw how God brought me through that, and uh, you know, so I, 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 I 
thought through my 40s I could just do it all on my own and I could accomplish nothing, I, I failed. And I just want to understand why, why, why are we going through all this? Why are we here? What, what, what's the point? And God answered everything. You know, and I didn't. It wasn't me because he was saying things to me that uh, I didn't know. Turned out to be true. Tremendous prophetic things. And he's always given me a prophetic gift, this, this weird gift of, you know, writing things, talking about things, and, and then people say, well, that's prophetic. I said, I didn't know it was prophetic. It was, it, exactly, it predicts this, and then that happened. You know, and it's like, okay, wow, that gets my attention, and now I'm scared, Lord, you know. What is this? It's not me. I was just born, you know, lucky or born with a certain talents. You know, there's something behind it all. There's a purpose behind it all. And I've gone and on, and, you know, I, I haven't told you how to get through this thing. Well, a couple things. I've tried to, you know, share my faith with people to try to make them understand that uh, it's not just, uh, you know, it's not just a, you know, once-a-day thing or whatever. It's, it has to be an orientation to the universe through God first and then to whatever material thing or object or world or whatever there is after that. Because I'm with the Alpha and the Omega, you know, the first and the last. I'm, I'm not, you know, a corporeal being walking through space-time, uh, you know, you know a, a play of pain and suffering. I'm just, that's just, that's not me. And I'm sorry that uh, so many power centers of the world are unwise. I'm sorry about the corporations. I'm sorry about the entertainment business. I'm sorry about the uh, politicians. I'm, I'm I'm sorry about the uh, the the uh, uh, you know artists that are not you know making any difference because it's about them rather than about uh, uh, that communication that connection. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's all become one big, you know, sort of, uh, I, I guess, you know, narcissism is a good word here, but uh, a self-oriented, selfish exercise that's meaningless, ultimately. See, I'm convinced that if you just have the right orientation to things, the right, the right understanding of reality, and realize that this is nothing, that connection is everything, because connected to God means connected to all things, but then all things disappear into one thing. And that one thing is what we're talking about. And, but since we have multiplicity in the situation, I am praying to God. I am praying in the name of Jesus, I'm, I'm wanting that connection and seeking it. I'll pick up the Bible, look at that, and seek that connection. And then I pray, since people can't tell me what I'm reading, I say, look, Lord, I pray for knowledge and wisdom, so I understand what knowledge is. Wisdom, you know, discernment, understanding, So in the Bible, it says that, you know, these trials and tribulations people go through, people that are very thinking people, people that are not really 
conforming to the idiocy of the uh, society, whatever. The Lord is building character in those people, right? Because if you're different, I mean, if you're like me, you talk about things that they, they just they want to call you whack, so they don't have to think about it. So they can just, you know, be cool and have their little thing, whatever it is. They like, you know, they, they like to watch the bouncing ball back and forth, and as long as the ball's bouncing the right way, they're all happy. Until that day, it doesn't. Until that day, the music stops. And as I look back, I had angelic help, I had God's help, I had all kinds of intervention throughout my life that I did not, I was not only not a believer, I was into my own, you know, getting high and, you know, I wouldn't listen to authority. You know, true, I was kind of you know, rebellious and I liked rock and roll and all that stuff, like a lot of kids, but I mean, it was just like all that selfishness had to do with my orientation. So what's God? There's a question mark on God. How did everything get here? What's the purpose of all this? How about all the psychic connections? Ask the universe what you want, and the universe will tell you. No, the universe, etc., created objects are the created. The sun is not going to give me anything because I am bigger than the sun and I need to spite that. They say, well, yeah, you've, we co-create with every, we are a co-creator, we're God. All you have to do is realize it, says you know, Deepak Chopra, now you're God. And it's like, well, on one level, um, we are one, one and one, and one, another level, we're joint heirs in Christ. We have all these images that allude to that, of course. The problem with that kind of thinking is that it uh, does nothing to help the person doing that kind of thinking. Right? You're still left with the problem. You know, I hurt, I'm lonely, I'm sick, I'm getting older, I'm scared, I'm, you know, I need that comfort. How, what do you need, the comfort? You seek God and he brings you what? Uh, comfort. Jesus says, I'll bring you the comforter. He brings a comforter at two in the morning. And then somehow, you know, okay, I can't figure it out, and you shouldn't try to figure it out, because everything about this creation is above our intellect. They're finding that out, aren't they, in the sciences. Um, but, but that comforter, I understand, you know, that it's all okay. You possess all the knowledge anyway. It's just, it's just not necessary right now for you to have, you know, even if you called on it, there's no language to describe it. So you just gotta, you just gotta trust. And that's where trust, faith, and patience comes in. One thing and one axiomatic thing is all good things to those who wait, but all good things to those who wait, you know, and work diligently through faith. And whatever they are tasked with, who, who tasks us? Do I tax myself to do so? No. I mean, I get an idea, but it's, it's, it has to be, there has to be a, an unction from the Most High. There has to be a, an alignment, an agreement. 
or else you'll never work hard enough to accomplish the goal. When trouble comes, you'll quit too easily, too quickly. And what can keep me going through the middle of the night, through the dark night of the soul, through the troubles with people and trying to accomplish something in this world that so, seems so difficult? It's because we, you know, if you know you have unction from the Lord to do something, then you have no problem with patience, no problem with perseverance. And those who are patient and persevere and those who wait, meaning, you know, it should, you know, not getting discouraged and quitting whatever, will eventually see success. And this is to artists, musicians, you know, and, you know but also entrepreneurs and uh, all kinds of people who want to accomplish something or, you know, even just, uh, you know, have a business or do something where they can, they can make a, a living and, and whatnot. A lot of it is, um, it's like if I sit out to, quote, make a living and I'm going to do, I can do this, I can drive. So I'm going to drive and pick people up at the airport. I'm going to become an Uber guy to drive. Okay, there, there will immediately be problems in things, you know what I mean? And you'll immediately run into people and say, yeah, I did that, I, they threw me out because I blah, 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 blah. You know, you'll hear all these stories. of, You'll see these obstacles. But the guy that is, literally has the unction to do it, and he's, and, he's, and he's verified it prophetically with the Lord. Yes, that's right, prophetically. We're all like little prophets here. We have to be in that contact, you know, just like the prophets, so... They verify prophetically, and they're on this sort of quest. And while they're doing what they're doing, you know, it's interesting. I met a lot of people that drive that they want to talk about philosophy. They want to talk about the Bible. They want to talk about all kinds of things are going on while they're driving. <laughs> so it's and I also talk to other people who do art, and they they have some kind of a podcast on when they're doing their art. And they um, and they wonder about all this. So during the time they're doing their task, they're full on 100%, you know, thinking, wondering, wanting more of, of information, wanting more God, wanting more connection, wanting more, you know, um, you know, spiritual, uh, you know, connection, euphoria, belonging. Uh, only God can make you um, belong once you've been an outcast. Now, many people become outcasts because they cannot handle the criminal nature of uh, our society, how it works, how there's a kind of a nod, nod, wink, wink, and a kind of look the other way thing going on, right? See no evil, hear no evil, and do no evil. Just be a good little slave, and everything will be fine, but then you don't want to be a slave. You want yourself back. You want to be able to live. You want to know why we're even born. Is there something that could possibly make all this make sense. Again, to the source, the Almighty God, I pray in Jesus' name that you give us all these answers, Lord, and guide us with wisdom and knowledge, perseverance and, and your grace, Lord, you know, that we, we are, um, I don't care what task you give me, it's always going to be there's always going to be this wondering. There's always going to be this need for connection, a need to, to really what used to be 
philosophical arguments now becomes communing with the Lord. And there's a lot of times the Lord will tell me, this is the, you know, how I kind of got prophetic here. It's a lot of times the Lord would tell me, you know, things about people and things and what would happen and because I needed to know those things. I wanted to know what was going to happen. I wanted to know, like, where we're heading. I wanted to know why it was born. I wanted to know why there are people. I wanted to know why there's good and evil battling it out and very little in the way of justice. I wanted to know why things are so unfair. I suppose we, we you know, people are, you know, why there's this one force who wants to overthrow the country, the other force wants to imprison people, and why there's all this unfairness and anger and people doing ridiculous things to each other. I want to know that, Lord. I want to know why. Is there anything I could do to, to, to help it? The word that comes back to me right now is the word awareness. Awareness will stop it. Awareness. When you're aware of others, you care about others, you, you tend to want to... We, we, we are peaceful creatures. You know, ultimately, we want to make peace. We want to have a peaceful life for ourselves, our children, whatever, and we want to be at peace with our neighbors. I know we do, but it just didn't turn out that way any generation you look at. And so, again, it's going to be you know, brother, you and I are at each other's throats. And maybe what we need to do is pray together, huh? Pray for understanding and wisdom in this situation. And I've seen that kind of thing heal probably, you know, 100% of the time it heals. They're friends. And if it gets that way again, because if not, then it's just people hating each other. So what, what is the, what is God? What actually, you know, is God? Is God a collection of our wills or is God the will? Why would he make us? Why would he say persecution builds character? Patience, perseverance, trust, faith. Result. What's the result of faith? Success. What's the result of perseverance, you know, trust, faith, and patience? Success. What happens when people are not successful? They're not being led. They have, they're, they're out of alignment, right? They make judgments based on their own intellect. When God's intellect is above our intellect. When his way, he can see above ahead in time. <laughs> well, I remember we were, you know, when we were making the movie Girl Next, which we had a tremendous uh, opposition from it, seeing the, the weather, the and, uh, you know, the, 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 had personnel problems, had a photographer, had all kinds of problems. And all we could do was to just pray our way through it. At one point we had to make a decision for safety whether to call the shoot and call it all a failure because of the storm 
or persevere. I remember Larry, he was up on a stair, he was like a couple steps ahead of me, and he goes, I said, Larry, you know, it's your call. He said, I've already, I've prayed about it, and so I know, you know, we're going ahead, we're going for it. I remember that moment. You know, and then today, the day it's, the movie is released. I remember that moment. It was like, you know, people really thought you'd be drowned. I mean, no way to get through. And he made that decision based on what the Lord told him. And guess what? From that moment forward, things started drying up. You know, those, that tropical depression, uh, you know, eventually moved out. And, uh, you, you know, but it was enough so that we could keep on shooting until, we had uh, accomplished uh, whatever you know whatever the the schedule was there and um you know it was done look we actually held hands and prayed you know me and Trish and Larry we we, we were out by the we were outside and the cameras were set up outside there were full longhorn steers walking around in the inside in this yard area kind of thing and they were like getting their horns lo- locked up in the wires of the you know what I mean? The cables, the, the power cables coming from the generator and stuff, or the whatever it is that was running the lights. Anyway, uh, bottom line is, we prayed that moment. You know when when they wanted to take the camera in because they were saying, you know, it's raining. There's no point, and he he needed that shot. We prayed, and we looked up in the sky, and I kid you not, the cloud moved away and the sun came down and he said keep the camera right there of course to the chagrin of the crew they were really pissed off because they just wanted to move inside where it was nice and you know what i mean and he was going to keep going and he did and uh there were there was no rain not not a drop but they were ready to call it so I would say, you know, did it make it easier? No, then we were hit with COVID. We had to make a lot of decisions during that whole period of time. We were hit with COVID and, you know, restrictions. And our plan was to uh, unleash Girl Next in uh, film festivals, which we got invited to a lot. And we couldn't do it because they all went virtual. The red carpet was gone. You, You couldn't go to a theater. So that was out the window. Then we had to kind of try to sell it without that kind of pre-buzz going that you get from film festivals, you know. Without that that first step, it makes it a lot harder. People just see it as a formula. Buyers just see it as a formula. They say, well, who's in it? Oh, never mind. Here's $5. Go ahead, you know. Okay, we'll put it out there. Put it in that pile of junk. Okay, next, please. Thanks. That's how it is. It's just very crass. So we had to keep making decisions. I mean, we had one... You know, in post-production, we had to get, you know, had some people that could only go so far. We had to go get others. It was like, could we step up and do that? It's going to take another six months. And, oh, man, you know, many, many challenges where you could have, uh, you know, but we just kept going. It was just perseverance. But really, we just kept, you know, praying every day and just doing what we do with the Lord. But, I, you know, the whole the whole thing is is God, you know what I mean, from the beginning to the end. Even if the subject material is so brutal that people are saying that, you know, that uh, it's uh, hard to, hard to to watch, but it's 
They said, it's hard to watch, but in the best kind of way. He says, you'll be watching this again and again. <laughs> that's what they've said. You know, and that's just, uh, that's just getting started here with screenings. I wish that uh, we could have had a festival run, you know, in, uh, we're going to be in one in Serbia. I know that with Girl Next. We're going to be in, uh, I don't know about Spain, but we're going to be in, uh, uh, it's, you know, I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is, but these things have, you know, opened up somewhat. Not the UK because the UK is still locked down. But anyway, I just, you know, like when I play that, like there was a, it's funny, I played some black metal songs by guys that you know, wear upside down crosses and say Hail Satan and stuff. And I feel like I can hear the angels singing. You know, and it's funny. I, I What I'm getting out of it isn't at all what they intended. <laughs> you know, I go, you're, you're a big Satanist, huh? Big upside down cross, you Got lots of tats and, you know, pentagrams and stuff. Then I, then I lay it on these musicians, okay? Well, you ever killed anybody? Oh, uh, no. Oh. So this is just a game of pretend, then. Oh, you know it is. Because if it was for real, you'd have been soaked in blood by the time you're eight years old, dude. can't fool me yeah you can play this game all you're doing is summoning you know they summon these, these demons oh they got to help me with my music the demons and then um you know it's so funny i guess what happens is we get out of it whatever wherever we are so it's not orientation where our, our bodies our sex our minds, our jobs, our you know, orientation to the world that way. It's whether or not we're going to live and breathe, i.e. orientation to all it is at once. I'm so mad at myself, too, because I failed a lot of tests like I get caught up in the minutiae, you know, and that's just like always the wrong thing to do. I get caught up in the silly argument, always the wrong thing to do. I get caught up in this or that, you know, I think what's happened is, I mean, I recognize the need. Like if someone came up to me and made an argument for their satanic thing, I'd say, great, you know, don't you want to argue about I have had no argument. I'm not, not here to argue. You know, I'm not here to uh, debate. You know, a lot of people have their path, and I think that all paths of life, if it's life-affirming, it will it has to lead to the most high God. There is no other, I mean, it's like I try to tell people, there is no other side. There's not really a dark side. In the end, there's only one side. There's not even a side. It's just there's only one. <laughs> In the end, there's only one. Period. End of. You know what I mean? There just isn't. It, there's. You can you can have antimatter and all that, but in the end, it all just it's one thing. It's not pro and anti or you know matter and anti. It's just one. And if you tap into that, which you cannot do with your ego, I think the reason that people that, you know, when you follow the Lord, you have persecution. You got people that are going to, they just want to hurt you in some way. 
And all those hurtings, though, are a form of breaking, you know, to keep you able to be in that connection. Because the minute you think you, you know, you just feel like, you know, a little bit more autonomous, right? A little less broken, then bad stuff can happen. That's a weird, weird thing, you know. The more, you know, the more whole you feel, the more healed you feel, the worse things can go. And the more broken you feel and the more needy and and desperate, for God that is, for help, for anything, the more you're in this good stead, the more you're in this, this zone of, of comfort and, um, you know, uh, I would say, and ascent. We all know that eternal life, you know, we're changed and we're, you know, it's like we're stars or we're, the, we're not sure of the form, but I mean, we know there is that, that process. And we know because we, in our memory, we seem to remember that, even though, you know, we're, we seem to be on our way to it. But since there's no way and there's no time, it is a destiny, if you will, but that implies time that we would be transformed into this uh, being of light, this, this thing, this, this star, being of light, sun, something. All the above, you know, you know, you know translucent humans, humanoids, whatever it is, uh, that that there is this, um, and even then, of service we would be as the tabernacle of the Most High. But yet, light then comes from within. Within who? Us. And where would that light shine? Uh, well, it could maybe to shine on another world somewhere. Could be. Power, energy, creation, a transition, and then and then there are people that have taken, you know, trips with uh, you know advanced you know psychedelic drugs and things and and substances and plants, and they find that there's this connection to all that is, and there's no differentiation, there's no separation. It's just everything is one. Well, they're always shocked when I put out John seventeen to them. Now, you're kidding. This is in here. So it says the same thing. I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how, uh, you know, how cordoned off religions are. I mean, I have like a, a you know, the, the Christian baggage because of the word Christ and, and Jesus, but it's it's the same thing, you know, the same yearning everywhere. It's the same thing that, you know, I don't think God's going to leave out, you know, four-fifths of the world and say, you didn't get it right. It had to be part of this uh, Christian religion. I think anybody who really seeks will find. I've always trusted that. And you know what? They do. In India, so, so many people have found the Lord uh, Jesus. And, and they're they're inundated with all kinds of gods and comic books with gods in it and Rama, Krishna, and all these different things, you know, and there's Jesus. It somehow comes up in the midst of it, but it's uh, it's a very strange, strange thing to 
trust something you can't see. When you want to resolve now, it's very tempting to pick up a sword and go kill a few people, probably. You know, I'm not going to do that, but I'm just saying to get your way of an injustice or something. And yet we understand that if we if we do that, if we keep killing each other, there'll be no peace and no justice and not nothing, just a failure. And folks, just because they, you know, the little, uh, you know, the eyes, the little bug eyes, just because they want to do this or that with the world or the population, whatever, it's God's timing. It, it's God's way. And all, the only people that are going to get a glimpse of it are God's prophets, whoever they're going to be, whoever he selects. Because, you know, uh, in the end, it's his way, his timing. It's not collectively our timing. You know, if we all get together and, you know, just think one thing of love and healing and we get over everything, well, you know, that would be great if we all, you know, repented of our evil and saw ourselves as doing evil and being selfish and decided to make amends and, 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 and ask the Lord for forgiveness and, and, you know, dedicated ourselves to the path of doing good and trying to serve him first and, and everything else is secondary. But see, here's the thing. Here's the insult. Obviously, the Lord, you know, God is like, you know, the, the, the power of, of, you know, it's ridiculous, the, uh, the, the, the reality. Compared to all this, these old games and all this stuff that are going on on earth, I mean, you know, then you have the, uh, the most high, you know what I mean, with, with, with obviously allowing free will, but I mean, all this petty stuff is going on. It's kind of hard for me to go, well, you know, you're right. I really need to worship, uh, well, from my day, Jim Morrison or something, you know, or Jimi Hendrix or, you know, and I suppose people today, I, I really should worship Miley Cyrus. That's just, uh, that's really, I mean, that she's really proven herself or whatever, you know, and, and, you know, compared to the most I got, I mean, it's, see, right there, that comparison is an insult. And I don't want to be the, 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 uh, you know, the cause of that insult. You know, to, to compare man with God or, you know, some kind of thing. Um, we pray for the Lord to deliver us from temptation, deliver us from evil, you know, and forgive us trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. We have to forgive or, you know, he won't forgive us as Jesus, but I mean, there's a forgive or not be forgiven. So there's got to be that. And, and sometimes people think, oh, what a what an idiot! How soft, how easy they are. We can overtake them, and then there, you know, that that doesn't exactly happen. You see, if people really knew the Most High, I think they'd just go, "Gee, this thing that He wants to take, man, what He's showing me, where He's taking, it's like, wow, it's better than anything I could have thought of myself." And it's like, yeah, you're getting you're getting onto it now. There's this whole other world. There's this whole other thing. At the same time, he has us engaged in things upon the earth, you know, and you go, and people will say all the time, well, if you do that, you know, you lose, and, you know, you go with Satan, you win, and all that. It's like, no, I think, you know, it's still going to come down to, you know, being inspired, hard work, patience, perseverance. I think those principles are always going to be good in terms of success. The idea of instant success, because you do something against humanity for Satan, is um, 
I think it's a bit of a, you know, a lot of people in jail tried that. I'm just saying that's, you know, you know doing evil to beget good is not a, you know, just, you know, just on the surface, not a good idea. Doesn't seem like a logical thing, you know, but what good begets good seems much more logical. You put the work in, you put the time in, the dedication in, you, 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 you know, you, you pray for wisdom, pray for your talents to be sharp so you can, you know, so you can succeed on, you know, you, not somebody else, not a demon that takes you over, but you. Um, I see a lot of people succeeding where they just say, well, they almost quit. They almost stopped whatever it was they were doing, but they kept on because they felt they had the unction of the Lord, and then eventually they uh, succeeded. And anyway, though, success here, what does that mean? Success here just means being at peace. And the only way I can be at peace, the only way I can be at peace is to, 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 to have this connection with the Most High. And, you know, I try to explain to people, you know, some people just drop you. You know what I mean? They just don't, they just, that, you know, they've been programmed that if you have anything to do with God or any of this stuff, that you're a bad person. Or you're judging them, which, of course, is the furthest thing, the absolutely forbidden thing. Right? And all those accusations and all those reasons for just dropping you are 100% false. That if anyone would be a good friend to that person, it would be you. If anyone would be, you know, able to, 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 to talk through them and not get hung up on the surface layers, it'd be you. So that's, that. but they, the people that run this, like, they don't want you to have that experience, you know, so... They drop you, and they feel they're being righteous and doing it. They think, ah, ha, ha, I didn't caught with these, these, da, 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 da. You know, they want to start listing you with, you know, I guess with, with, with God. Uh, you get homophobe, you get, uh, I guess you get some, well, maybe not racist completely, but definitely the whole homophobe thing. And it's like, wait, hey, what? When was, the, when did that happen? What? It's not your fault. It's the fault of the corruption of the churches that made it like this, you know, the guy standing up there wagging his finger at you while he's got this sort of orgy going in the background. You know, that sort of thing has blown the whole credibility of religion. You know, the guru that's just sucking the money off all the devotees or the, you know, the, the Buddhist master who's going to, same thing, you know, enslave people to get free labor, you know. All over the world, the same thing, always. So if you have your quiet faith, it's like you, you, you say, well, I better not let anyone know because I don't want to get in trouble. No, you're commanded to, uh, to not uh, hide your light under a bushel basket, but to shine that light because you are the light. You have light. And people around you might be squinting. I can't stand it. But no, you, you got to... You can't shrink back. You can't just say, oh, no, I don't really believe that. And in so doing, God brings you further and further and further and further into peace, into uh, ultimate success, which is, is, which is basically, um, well, peace and transition as you go 
with Lord, with her. What about people that go to hell? Well, is there? I, I, I think what should happen is people should be uh, educated about what the purpose of this planet is, you know. But they they want to believe it's a naturally occurring planets, and they probably believe in the space beings being from other planets, and they're going to get a, you know, they they want to you know obey their masters and do what they're told in the hopes they can win the game, you know. To them, it's about winning a game. They call it a game. And it's like, it's no game. Because time is not your friend. That's why it's no game. It's not like, once you, if you play for a while, that's a while. How many, how many months is that? How many years is that? Five years gone. Care to go again? How about again? How about a 20-year stint? Now you got 20 years gone. Now what are you going to do? You're old. Nobody wants you. Now what are you going to do? How are you going to win in a realm when there's space, time, and death? Answer, you can't. End of pot. Huh? Well, I'm just trying to... You know, without getting into the obvious stuff and the, you know, the stupid platitudes and things people say and, you know, at the pulpit, I mean, sometimes they say things that I, I like, but one of the problems I have is that, uh, they don't, they, I, I can't explain it. It's, you know, I, I think I have, I've tried. Um, just so you know, we're not welcome at churches, okay? We're an outcast. Jesus freaks like an outcast. And it's all about really love, forgiveness, considering the other guy. Ah, we've got some good news. Uh, Violet and John rescued a family. Trish, you want to tell us about that? Oh, yeah. And we, I, I didn't tell you guys about it, but uh, now two, two of the members had died. Go ahead. And, and um. Yeah, that. Thank you for your prayers. I did mention it in chat, of, 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 you know, a few times back, but um, they were successful in uh, getting the enough money to pay off the thug that would uh, get them out. The the mother had already died; she was basically starved and raped to death, and the the father was stoned. But uh, the grandmother. Sarah and uh, the two, the, the, her granddaughter and the son, um, they are, they did get rescued and survived. And uh, they, were, they were Christians that were being kept by a, an iman. Uh, and the thug told them when they were rescuing, when they were pay, he was counting the money, he, he told them that uh, they had planned on killing. Uh, the grandmother and killing the son and selling the the young girl, the granddaughter, to um, a different guy, a different mosque leader, uh, Iman, for a sex slave. So they were all successfully rescued. So thanks, everyone, for your prayers and all of those of you who may have contributed. Yeah, the, the idea of... Um 
slaves. We haven't really talked about that much. A lot of people are ignorant about uh, slavery around the world. We've been involved in uh, freeing slaves and children uh, through the um, Little Treasure Orphanage, also called Little Treasure Ministries in, in Lahore, Pakistan. That's Violet and John are here every first of every month. And um, we have, uh, that last one was a special situation. Now, if you tune into them, I think on Facebook or wherever, you'll get to learn what uh, is needed sometimes. I mean, this one was a big stretch, you know, financially and uh, is, you know, she was asking for, uh, you know, trying to get the funds to pay this guy to let these people go, you know, and to free them. And we've been involved in a few things like that. And uh, they continue to work in that area, you know. Um, and I would like to think that, uh, you know, being, I guess it's being a Muslim area. But the th- thing is, is that it seems that Jesus is making headway with these people because... Because, you know, the, the poor are being fed and people are literally being taken out of the jaws of death because they're going to die if they don't get food and then all of a sudden there's food. But that's because, you know, you all have been helping and you all have been, you know, uh, you know, you serve where the Lord have you serve, tithe where the Lord would have you tithe. This is what, uh, I, we've been with them now several years and been in many rescue operations and, you know, seeing many, many children that were also rescued from, uh, you know, basically the whole thing is sex slavery, you know, when there's children involved. I, I hate to tell you that, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that and, uh, the, the women as well. So they come with a price. And then, you know, in that area of the world, slavery is common. <clears throat> okay. So it's, um, it's kind of like, you know, in the old world, that's the way it was too. You know, it's a common thing. And, uh, especially if you're talking about, um, you know, in that, that area of the world, we're talking about untouchables, people that are of a, of a caste that's so low, no one wants them and they don't fit into society. So they're enslaved and used usually for prostitution and or organ harvesting as well. And, um, I know that's hard for a lot of people to take. A lot of, a lot of people have trouble even. We talk about, uh, satanic ritual abuse and, you know, the fact that, uh, human beings are sacrificed, uh, on, on, you know, to, to, in Satan's name. And that's going on all the time, you know, all the time here, but it's surreptitious so that the people don't realize they're doing it. Like, for example, the, um, well, I don't want to get into it all now, but I mean, we've covered all this. And um, we've covered, you know, that uh, there's a great temptation to join the, the slavers, if you will, and the uh, people doing the, the bad things because there are perks for that. And so they get in, they get in over their heads, and they can't handle it, then uh, they get, they're eliminated. But most of the people, their consciences are seared, they go along with it, they go along to get along, and they just become duller and duller as time goes on until they're just basically uh, staring at the wall, let's say. I mean, you know what I mean? They just don't have much to say, don't have much to do. They're just totally compromised. And it's terrible because the people in that part of the world, they really don't know 
you know, I mean, we don't get educated here about it. You know, you hear that the world's great religion. I'm not even calling it a religious thing. We talk about an imam and different people. But Islam has many, many different aspects. And it's, it's someone may, you know, everyone's involved in Islam. So, you know, if they happen to be slavers too, then that's, you know, and if it happens to be children and women, uh, very common. Very common everywhere in the country. It, it's just, it's a fact. Of the, you're not allowed to say anything here in America about it because you're not allowed to really talk here anymore. But I mean, you know, if, if people said that, they'd say, oh, you're anti-Islam. Well, there's a lot of Christian orphanages that are involved in, in providing children for sacrifice to Satanists in America. That you don't hear about that either. You don't hear about anything. But all that worldwide goes on, unfortunately, and it's, it's extremely horrific. I remember the, um, I think it was Eli Roth that did this, uh, you know, the movie Hostel and then, you know, about paying money for, they want an American. Oh, let me get a blonde kid. Yeah, perfect. And then they, they go to, they're tied up in this place in Romania or somewhere <clears throat> and people pay a hundred thousand dollars to, to go butcher them. That's, that's not a, um, fiction. That's, that's, you, you can see that any day of the week down here to south of the border with the cartels. That's not fiction. People would pay to, for someone to round up their enemy or pay people to get assassinated, all kinds. We just saw a few people, uh, suddenly suicide this last week. They don't tell you anything. So you, me, all of us, we end up living in this bubble where we just don't think there's that kind of evil out there. Now, me, I feel sorry for the children being, you know, they're chained and they're not fed and they get malnourished. And then if they, if they can't, uh, you know, be of any use, they just kill them. So I, I, I don't, I, I yes, I, I hate that, how cheap life can become. But it's always been that way, folks, for thousands of years. And it's nothing new. What is new is, you know, if if you decide to help out in some way by contacting them and getting in touch with their Facebook page or whatever, if you decide to help out, that's what's new. And you could just as easily serve, you know, um, you know, creating some, you know, relief for homeless or any kind of thing out there. But that's where we were led. I don't know how we got led there, but, uh, you know, once I'm led somewhere, I just, unless the Lord busted up, that's where we stay. And um, <clears throat> they've also been vetted. Some people have said, oh, that's just a scam. I said, that's, no, it's, I know it's hard for you to believe that, you know, pictures of these people are pu- published every day. Uh, and uh, we have friends that have gone there and lived with them seen with them for themselves. And we know that there are, um, you know, that there's, uh, that there are real dangers. We also know there are scam artists out there. So we vetted this one. It's a little treasure orphanage. And, um, you know, Violet and John, and they're here every, every week. And you can hear John in his prayers. And I, I see, you know, nothing but good in these people and the fact that we've also verified that all of it's, you know, 
I think there's a lot of people here in this country that have a hard time believing it's that bad. <clears throat> and it's not really that it's that bad. It's also that the real goal here is that, you know, when there is the, the Lord, you know, to spread the gospel, that tends to heal things like that. They don't get enslaved and put out into prostitution and human trafficking with the Lord. Unless they're part of the system. (laughs) And then that's a whole other kettle of fish. There's that too. There's all kinds of variation in all this. And you can find, you know, orphanages in India and Pakistan and different places, some that are corrupt and some that are good. You know, it's up to you to. I know that uh, Don McIlvaney, a guy that, uh, you know, Mike Horsey was a friend and, and he worked for Don. And Don retired a few years ago. And I said, What is he doing? He says, He builds little missions in like Bali. And, you know, he gets surfboard. All the kids have surfboards and they surf and stuff for their orphanages that he's built. And, um, you know, they have, uh, you, you know, education from, you know, first grade through like 12th grade, you know, they have a whole program of rescuing kids and taking care of them. And I know he's a good guy and I know he definitely, you know, it's a, definitely a real thing. And, um, you know, they're, they're definitely, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's been at it, you know, a long time. And, uh, so that's another one, you know, trying to bring education, right? So that, it doesn't repeat. Part of the reason that these things get going in the first place is due to ignorance. People are just either ignorant or they're not really led by God or they don't have the right, you know, sort of morals. It's every man for himself. And they see these children and these uh, women as uh, commodities, right, to to make them money. So they, they, they don't have any anything to stop them, really, any any uh, uh, sort of, you know, ethics or ethos on I mean, it. It's very, very, uh, it, it's, a, it's, 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 I think it's very hard for Westerners to really see that. And it's very hard not to just accept, but uh, to admit that, you know, things like this go on everywhere, including their own country. And that's what we're dealing with here, with... Um, I didn't talk about the jab because I've, you know, I'm kind of done talking about the jab. I'm sorry that uh, it, it seems to me clear on the face of it. People have had enough information about the jab so that they can no longer plead ignorance. Um, the information is there. People can see it. They can look it up. You, you know, there are people here, they don't even know that they have a choice. They think it's mandated. And I'm saying, no, it's, you have a choice. And they don't, they don't think they do. And there's nothing you can, you know, there's, I can warn people and say, well, look, there's been thousands of deaths and there's been a lot of people that are, you know, really, um, uh, have been injured. You know, and that goes into the tens of the, maybe even a hundred thousand. But they say that, that those numbers are not big enough compared to the overall good globally to warrant, you know, 
you know, you know, stopping. And, um, you, you know, I just say, well, okay, well, you're, and they say, well, it does not invade the nucleus of the cell, so there's no change of the DNA. And, um, it's, uh, of course, that's not true. <laughs> the DNA, the DNA is, a, is affected by all kinds of things. But the mRNA, um, you know, the, the nano, uh, the, the luciferase nano message that goes in to the cell to tell it to create the spike protein, let's just put it this way before we get to the DNA issue, which is, I believe that radiation, magnetism, all those things could affect DNA as well, you know. But uh, before we get to that point, let's just talk about the spike protein. It creates a spike protein, and people have been reported to have the spike protein all over their body. An immune response in their pancreas and their livers and their, you know, all over the place, they have these spike proteins, which are less and less effective against, um, you know, any kind of COVID. And it only takes 15 minutes for that to break the, the blood-brain barrier. Right. If, yeah, the, the blood-brain barrier, uh, they would do this to slaves in Egypt and other places. When that's broken, that, uh, that limits your life. You know, that's, that's why they're, you know, one reason... Not the only reason, but that's a, uh, you know, the problem also with PCR tests is that uh, the many of them have been tainted. They're made in China, and they're tainted with disease, and they've been unfortunately given out, and people have gotten, you know, sick from them. So it's, we have kind of like a low-level biological warfare going on. And so, you know, my, but my thing was easy. I, I, you know, I didn't look at, you have to look into it too deeply. I am not needing a, you know, I, what I need is a good immune system. I need good, you know, good, uh, I've gotten some flus that were terrible. But I've stayed, you know, the course without the flu shots. And I just apply the same thing to this. And basically the mRNA, I'm not really interested in that just because, you know, for me, I'm, um, uh, the idea of a synthetic, uh, you know, uh, solution that creates a protein that is not necessarily um, oppositional, let's say, to you know, you're, you're, or, or you're mimicking enough the uh, the COVID, right? I also believe I have antibodies already, and 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 I'm, you know, I've sort of been through it, and I've, you know, I definitely feel like I had, uh, I think I had had it, and. And been through it, developed antibodies, and and have been ever since then really using a lot of vitamin C, vitamin D, and, and the kind of things that they tell you to do, liposomal C, and um, you know also quercetin, zinc. Been taking these uh, supplements, and and they really have made a difference. So at, at the same time, I've also looked at other alternatives in case if I do get sick, I have other things I can try uh, treatments that have been very effective, and so I, I just don't see anything wrong with my thinking on it. Um, for me, it was, I'm not really, if it's a 99 point whatever percent chance of survival, it, I'm not really, it's not really moti a motivator for me. Um, I never did believe, of course, that, uh, you know, you take this and then you're back, right? And I, I believe that if they did it once, they could do it again. Who knows what they'll do? You know, 
Uh, but if the protein that's being produced is not commensurate now with the uh, COVID, and now there's variants, and it's all kind of, then it becomes a little bit of a moot point because now those proteins are not exactly what you want created. Now they're producing those. And uh, to create antibodies to go after the COVID when it may not even be uh, uh, in the ballpark. So, I, you know, too many questions. And I'm, you know, my thing was, hey, I'm not closing my mind. I'm willing to wait until they kind of perfect it because if they're going to give you something that's based on emergency use, I would wait until it's uh, approved of by the FDA, wouldn't you? So I don't know what the problem is. People that have taken it certainly weren't forced to take it. They certainly had all the evidence of, uh, you know, that it's that it's a an experimental drug, right? They knew it was experimental. So, and they also knew there were dangers because they saw people dying, like I saw Hank Aaron die and Marvin Hagler, a couple of black athletes. I don't know whether it affects blacks more than whites. I'm not sure we have that uh, data that would support that completely, but I'm, you know, it, it, there's enough deaths so that I'm, you know, I would say, hey, when it's safe and effective, then, you know, fine. I, I still probably won't take it because I don't take any others. I prefer uh, my own immune system. But that's just me, you know what I mean? And, and, and again, it seemed on the surface obvious to me that that it, you know obvious to it, it I, I'm sorry for those of you that took it and you're trying to find some help. I think you know you might want to check it with Dr. Stella Emanuel in Katy, Texas, yeah. and she uh, may be able to help if you've had the jab. What you're looking for is you know because if the thing comes rearing back. And then the jab doesn't work and you get sick with COVID after having the jab. And then now you've got these spike proteins, right? Create this giant immune system in your body. And it's got nothing to do with, if the body's just attacking itself, that's not good either. If you have autoimmune issues, that might be a check, you know, to say, hey, wait, maybe we'll just wait and see what this thing is. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. To me, it was just, discernment you know basic discernment if they want to pay you to take it put you in the lottery and give you cut i saw the foo fighters you know dave grohl and company out there in madison square garden they they had a concert where if you weren't if you're only way you're getting in there if you're vaccinated and i just like wow I used to think those guys were, you know, you know, and I'm like, this is, is this rock and roll now? Total conformity, Zeke Heil. I mean, you know, it's just like, wow. And then if you talk to people and they take it, they get so mad if you have any argument. You know, it's like, I want you to just take it or you should be, you should be put in jail. You know, I mean, it's like, whoa, man, what happened to you? Wow. You know, that's a sick spirit right there. I've, that's part of the sickness of the United States right now. The United States is sick as a dog. You want to talk about sickness? This country is totally sick. And, uh, I think that's by design. I think they want to get rid of it, you know? 
But that doesn't mean I've got to participate in it. And I don't know. Hey, listen, I got friends that have taken it. And I really I pray for their well-being every day. And, you know, I, I, I just really hope that, uh, you know, that maybe they made a mistake. I hope they come to understand that. But then they learn from it and they get to move on. And again, the biggest mistake, the most dangerous people that turn our society into their religion. You know what I mean? And politically correct is their religion. And they become very violent, very racist, tr- tremendous racism, bigotry, violence, and just about everything they, they say they stand for, they're doing to people that don't comply with what they think people should do. It's truly you know, anti-freedom, Anti, you know, I just, just, it's, it's like, you know, um, some kind of organized hatred, and I, I just don't understand. You know, I've, I've, I've tried to warn people that such a day was coming when people would, you know, watch people get gunned down. They, they, they watch people get gunned down all the time. They start laughing. It's like you have a whole nation of Clockwork Orange. That's how sick it is. They, they, life is cheap. Kill people, they don't care. They bleed in the street, they step over them, go get a magazine, you know, get a cappuccino. They're fine. Never used to be that way, folks. Uh, not that it was perfect, but uh, it really never used to be uh, kind of a society where nobody cared about anybody. It really never used to be that bad. It was bad, but it wasn't that bad, you know. It's funny, on Facebook they have this like symbol that you can use called, you know, I care. <laughs> oh man. And it, yeah, no, and when I say racist, you probably think I mean they're racist against white people. No. They're, they're racist against... Uh, all races, not not white people. I mean, they say, oh, they say if you're white, you should kill yourself and everybody else should have privilege. No, when you tell people they go above the other, you're racist against those people that you're, you're trying to attribute some kind of special uh, privilege or something. You're racist both ways, black and white. And uh, people can't see that. And, and they, they understand that uh, that kind of thing leads to bigotry and leads to, you know, and it, it's hard to accept the world being as it is here in the United States. It's very, it was very eye-opening to deal with Pakistan and, and the slums of Pakistan. And I understand how many people are dying and I understand how hearts can wax cold and not care about the deaths, but we, we've got to keep rescuing them and, same thing here is we're trying to have a way of coping here so people don't commit suicide. We've, we've dealt with suicide a lot here. Unfortunately, suicides have really gone up. We haven't talked about that, but they've gone through the roof. But I, I think you understand, you know, when you hear us kind of lay it out, I think you understand, you know, this is what I had to understand, that this can, you know, there's, there's got to be a way to some comfort away from your depression, suicidal thoughts and all that and it's going to have to be the holy spirit via the lord via the word of god via via the you know i i you know, honestly i'd studied you know, zoroastrianism and i 
Hinduism and all the different forms and the Vedas and and Buddhism and and uh, you know um, you know you know all kinds of spiritualism and you know the very all the various you know forms of this that and the other thing. The only place I saw any miracle, I mean, where I really truly see. You know, that there is, um, and I know you can make an argument, well, how could he, he, if there's a God that is really, truly, you know, is love and cares for us, and all, how could he leave us in this situation? We're here because of free will, which is the definition, in a sense, of unconditional love. You know, and it's, uh, and it's, uh, it's hard. It's, it's, it's a hard thing to take, but it's like, you know, when I say, well, you haven't really done anything wrong. No, but I'm the product of people who had done something wrong. Uh, you know what I mean? That this all went wrong somewhere down in the past of my own line. What it went wrong. And it, you know, it doesn't end just when one generation ends. It goes on to the next one and the next one. And they have to deal with it. And they have to deal with it, you know? And it's only when you turn it back to the living God that you, you've stopped the chain of evil. And otherwise, it keeps going next generation, next. People have feuds and grudges. And we are, we are not to do that. We are forbidden to do that. By the Most High, out of out of out of unconditional love, but free will is unconditional love. It's what it is. It's free will without condition, i.e., unconditional love, and that is the proof of God. If you want proof that, you know, I mean, all you have to do is realize when people try to manipulate your free will or get a hold of you in some way or become your handler or controller or something like that, and they try to get a, grab your free will. <laughs> and, you know, So they know it exists, right? They're after it. So that's one way to learn of its existence. Sometimes I paint myself as a victim and I didn't do anything wrong and all these forces are against me. No, I have free will. And, you know, we're not victims, you know, but how do I know I have free will? Well, I think about it a lot. I, I study these things. I study the scriptures. I study all kinds of, uh, all kinds of things to, to understand it. See, that's where you blow the hole in the side of the, uh, you know, UFO friendly UFO boat of, you know, Stephen Greer and company. You try to, you know, and, and those guys, I know they're very earnest and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. And some, you know, they feel they're more advanced than, you know, than any of that awful, you know, Jesus stuff and all that. It's like, okay. But I mean, the, 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 the point is, is that it, you know, the, 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 what I was just saying about free will, it just blows a hole in the kind of new age UFO, Nasera, QAnon, uh, you know, sort of, you know, this uh, consciousness. Is, if we could change the consciousness of the planet, we could be a peaceful place and all that. All that kind of thinking, you know, and all those kinds of quests for people trying to, and all the failings that happen are because they don't have the, the right, you know, kind of alignment. And they talk about things like... um 
you know, they're at war with the government, you know, the evil government, you know, keeping these secret, you know, they killed Phil Schneider and they killed this guy, they killed that guy that was a researcher. And it just goes on and on and on like cat and mouse, you know. It's never going to end until they just acknowledge the Most High God. They understand about free will and obedience. And, you know, there are things that are like in the scriptures are just there to help you survive, not to tell you not what to do, you know. Now, I may say, don't get drunk, and I get drunk, and then I repent, and I understand that happens. I'm definitely not the best, uh, you, know, you know, follower of, of the Lord. I just know he's there, though. I know he, it, what, you know, it's there. It's it's there. And uh, so when you start understanding it by, by the you know, form of free will, you know, witchcraft employs free will, right? They can put something on you, a spell, but it's, it's your free will that has to really engage it. It, it could also be rejected, you know, if there's awareness that, uh, you know, people might be out there uh, not with your best interest at heart. I have to, is there somebody that might throw something at me? Oh, yeah, every, every day. <laughs> they, I remember when I was just, you know, really, uh, I might have been 12 or something, and, you know, this, Gal, this you know chick, I, I was like, wow, you know, I you know, had this sort of crush on her. She was invited, but what she was doing is she was a temptress at that age, trying to woo me into the uh, into the coven. And you could you could feel it, you know, you could you know it was like, yeah, come on, you know, there's like there's this whole world here, you know, of comfort and joy and hugging and 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 friendship and backing and support and you know and it was just like uh i was what did i do i got like mescaline from her or some things i was into kind of hallucinogenic drugs at the time and uh something happened it just blocked it i think it was the lord he just blocked any that just boom it was just like over but yeah, there was that. And of course, that's trying to manipulate your free will to say, hey, hey, I'm with you guys. You accepted me. I'm with you guys. And that's, you know, that's what they try to do. But they have to show you more than, they have to show you the whole thing. You've got to kind of know in some way, you know, to make it a deal breaker, you've got to kind of know in some way what it really is. And most people don't. Most people have no idea what they're, you know, what the apple represents, how much they're biting into, right? They think it's, uh, you know, a little hoodoo voodoo in the neighborhood and, you know, you know, throwing a few hexes on bad guys and, you know, good stuff on good guys. And they don't realize that it leads to, like, total war. You know what I mean? Like the military-industrial complex. They don't realize, no, they don't realize that that's what runs the military-industrial complex. That's why it's called the Pentagon, <laughs> You know, they don't get that, right? They don't get that it's really conforming to society. <laughs> and uh, I know one of these days people are going to wake up. One of these days they're going to realize, oh my God, my, my uniform, like say a guy in the military, my uniform, my uh, these epaulets, this, uh, the, these pentagrams, this, uh, this obelisk, they start... And they start really, the bombs I'm dropping on people, and the you know the, this Gatling gun I got on my on my on my uh, you know my uh, whatever my 
F-22 or whatever they got, you know, uh, they start adding it up, you know, then they see like the John McCain funeral. They go, what does this have to do with it? It's like, dude, welcome to Babylon. Marduk is your savior. Hey, give him a round of applause. Marduk, come on in here. He's also known as Satan, by the way, first king of Babylon. You, you might as well give him some respect. And it goes from there. So you like TV? You like all the stars on TV and all the talk they have? The only way these guys maintain, because I've done a study of them all my life, the only way these guys stay funny and stay light and the, the crowd cheers and all that is if even though they know, they somehow forget. Do you know what I mean? That There's a partition there, like a multiple personality, where they're able to partition it off so they, it's not on their mind. So they can be like a, like a, like a, like a, a being that was born and had a Truman show life and they never saw anything. But they have the privilege of having that job of influencing people, let's say on, you know, like, you know, on one of these shows. And it just has to be that they know because they're not stupid at all. And it has to be that they partition it off because otherwise you would die of guilt, right? If you knew that, you know, like human trafficking and, you know, wars and, 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 and pain and suffering and everything that's going on all over the place is, has a lot to do with these organizations, right? That, that make people into made men and women and stuff. So you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you, they don't put it together. They don't put it together. You know what I mean? They keep it separated in some way, even though if they, you know, in the presence of others and, you know, where there's no way of getting busted or anything, they could all acknowledge, oh, my God, we're going to hell, you know? And, uh, yeah, but the perks are good. <laughs> no, it's... uh it's a it's a it's a funny thing this 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 whole thing. You, you once you understand it, once you see the uh, the structure, um, then it's kind of hard to you know it's it's sort of difficult to uh, deny what what's there. You know, it's hard to deny the Most High. You know, it's like denying you know the stars above. It's like they're not there. You know. It's something on that level. And um, as far as evil is concerned, I think the key to evil and why we get intimidated by it so many times, we get scared of it, people scare us, we feel oppressed, it psychs us out. You know, it's like, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out how to, how to, how to succeed here. And... The thing to remember is everything that is, you know, structured as evil, you know, will fall apart. I can't say when, but it tends to fall apart. And things that are truly good are eternal. They're, they're you know, they're eternal. You know, that by that I mean things like love. I mean things like, uh, you know, some, some of the, uh, you know, the great you know, virtues Love God, love thy neighbor, you know. Um, uh, you know, forgive trespasses as, as you've been forgiven. Uh, you know, deliver us from evil, Lord, because we know that evil is all around. But we also know that evil can be defeated. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just something. And, and the other thing I've noticed about evil is, you know, when it comes on and it just looks like, oh, my God, we're doomed. Okay, calm down. 
let's give it a couple days here. Let's get into, you know, into prayer. Let's give it a couple of days and see. Because a lot of times you get up the next day, it's like, I, oh, God, I really overreacted. It just wasn't what I thought. Yeah, the universe can change to accommodate you in prayer, you know, the entire thing. But um, it can be overwhelming on social media, you know, watching all these people going about it their their way and, um, you know, watching all the narcissism on you know, Instagram and, you know, all these, like, phony charities and this all this stuff about people caring about one another and things like that when it's really just a cutthroat uh, grab for power. You know, you just got to realize it's always been there. It's not your enemy. It's not your obstacle. I think the the only obstacle we have, uh, you know, blocking us from any kind of success is, is it's just ourselves and, and ignorance. Not knowing, you know, leaving too early, not hanging in there, all these things about patience, perseverance, consistency, and so forth. And, you know, the biggest thing of it is I know people that get psyched out every time, you know, there's a, there's an obstacle comes up. It's like, oh, and it's like it all falls apart all over again. I've been guilty about some of that myself. That's how I'm learning. It's just, you, you, you can't keep just seeing that obstacle going, oh, it's all over. You're, you guys are all horrible and I'm good and you're bad and, you know. And then you realize, had I just waited 15, 20 minutes, had I just held my tongue, had I just persevered, the solution was already there. In fact, the universe changed. It's not the same thing anymore this morning. So the the angst, the grit, the, the power source of it isn't there. It was just a psychological operation designed to throw you off. Why do they want to throw off children the most high? Because they, they, they I don't know, why do they, why do they want to just... Uh, you know, exalt people that uh, go the wrong way and do the wrong thing. I, I, I can't tell you that. I just think it's uh, in a way to see if you'll fall for that. If you've got the discernment enough to understand the difference between right and wrong. I mean, if someone's going to pay me a million dollars to take the jab, you know, I'm going to. There's going to be a red flag. I'm going to say. You know, that seems like evil to me, right? Or they're going to give me uh, some French fries if I get the jab. That, that's, that's just like the, the satanic temptings that happened when you were a kid. You know, get into my car, says the guy, and I got some chocolates for you. It's on that level, right? Doesn't it seem like that? It's like on that level. Yeah. You know, you know inherently, even when you're a kid, you probably shouldn't get in that car because some, you know... I mean, obviously, he's going to grab your dick and everything else. I mean, you're going to be, before you know it, you're going to be abused, right? So you go, yeah, okay, no, I, I think I'll pass, right? <laughs> and he'll find somebody, you know, somebody he'll find. But, uh, you, you know, he'll, um, uh, uh, you, you know, there's a, like a thing, like a discernment. You know, they're going to give you a free thing of fries. I don't want the fries. Ugh, you know, I mean, it's just weird the way you're setting it. It's weird. We're just trying to get everyone immune. Yeah, but, you know, are they immune from what? COVID-19? 
How about all the variants and all the other things? You know, what, this is this is different. This is weird. So anyway. And I'm not saying what to, you know, what you're going to do or not do. Each of you has discernment. We all have discernment. We have to live by that discernment. And if, uh, you know, um, in a more and more intolerant society, they don't like your ideas, whatever. As I say to anybody and everybody, everyone's welcome to listen here. All religions, backgrounds, whatever it is, doesn't matter. We're, I'm here struggling along, trying to, you know, make my way through this and sharing my, uh, you know, ability to gab and insights and things with you in the hopes that we might be able to, you know, to, to, to have really ultimately peace and a, a sense of, you know, goodwill and, um, you know, get closer to God if we can. You know, and because I know what if we can do that, then that's pretty much a pr- the problem solver right there. <laughs> There's really nothing else to worry about. But the world is so keen to distract us; it's just unreal. So, stay the course, my friends. And you know, the whole thing. You know, again, if it gets down to a suicidal thing, you know the answer. You know the answer. I had to do it when my daughter committed suicide. I had to stick to the most high i had to get into that routine i had to get here on the air for our our 20 on 20 back then even though i felt like that's the last thing i could do i knew i had to do it because that's the key to being able to live had to had to had to had hook into life i'm not the first tragedy you know she wasn't the first tragedy won't be the last so what's the mechanism that keeps us going And I know you're too smart, right, at this point to give your free will over to the devil because, you know, that's kind of, right? That ends up being, uh, you know, the death curse, the, you know, the, 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 you know, clown, clown world. <laughs> oh, that's what all the politicians do. Look at them now. It's just, it's, it's, it's truly pathetic. It's unreal. Okay. We'll see you next time. But I have to find something here to play. Amen. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Come on now. Oh, gosh. I, I, yeah, I don't want to just be uh, funny, right? Do we want to be funny? No. <laughs> ah, gosh, I need some new stuff. Been so busy. Oh, you might want to know about the film. The film today, uh, Girl Next, is comes out today, and I'm sorry I forgot about it. I didn't forget about it. I just have it, you know, like I'm over here I'm working on that, and I, we're going to have a podcast on Inside Crazed House, our company, and Larry and I are partners in that, and uh, we're, you know, doing our best to just be whatever we are, make our contribution, and in the hopes that... Uh, People will be entertained, really. That's what it really is all about in the end. You know, we all like movies, but we just weren't being, we weren't being served by the movie industry. 
So I can't tell you how it all came about, but it drops today. That means um, VOD uh, streaming. I understand now it's uh, well. See, I didn't approve the the, the, the the. I don't know if it's a 4K Blu-ray. I got to talk to him. I think it's just a regular Blu-ray and a regular HD. You know, on Amazon, I saw the regular HD, but I think the Blu-ray today. You know. Um, We'll have to talk to them. On a reissue, we'll probably do some kind of, um, you know, HDR, HDR10, or Dolby Vision uh, Blu-ray, you know, thing. Uh, but uh, for now, it's, it is it is on Blu-ray. Um, I don't know about... Uh, I know it goes to... It doesn't go to Netflix until after it's gone everywhere else. So that's that. So that would be, uh, you know, I guess what, Dish... DirecTV, those, I guess, on demand or, you know, wherever there is. I know YouTube is another one and Vimeo. I saw it's up on Vimeo. That is um, not the Vimeo people use, like, to share their films and things like that with people. But Vimeo actually has a platform like YouTube does where you go there. I, I think it's four four ninety nine, if I'm not mistaken, um, to take a look at it. Uh, we had a really great... Um, uh, a really great review. We had our first review. Finally, someone's taken a look at it. This should have happened before we ever were, you know, selling rights or anything because, but it's okay. It's okay. We're here now. Uh, by Film Threat. And that's the, um, that's not strictly horror or anything like that. That's a pretty high end independent film. Uh, magazine. And I, I remember reading it back in the 80s. I mean, I, when I was, a lot younger, I would read it all the time. You know, it's a very respected uh, magazine. Uh, the reviewer nailed it. Uh, he or she uh, saw it more than once. It looked like, or they saw it once, and they they but they really kind of nailed. They really kind of got it. You know, which was really really exciting uh, to see, and uh, it got a very very good review, a nine out of ten. I know that's ridiculous. I you know. And yeah, and uh, they they love Larry's directing. They they um, they really you know they sort of gave me the kudos on the screenplay. wasn't asking for it, wasn't looking for it, but there it was, and also the actors, and especially the lead, the, the girl that plays Lorian. She really got some good. Uh, I should say woman, you know, young lady, whatever. Yeah, she really got some good. Uh, some really great uh, kudos for her thing, and and uh, they just really liked it. So why not ten? Well, ten is like Lawrence of Arabia, you know. So nine, believe me, that's that was good. They won't all be like that. I know that there'll be people that you know they don't they don't have you know patience. They did say, you know, you watch it, but there are different layers. Like you have to watch it again, and and I'm like, well, that's you know, they'll be probably it'll be around, and they'll be watching it. You know, more than once, because I, I have to see it more than once. I don't know why that is. It's just every film is different. But uh, they they really thought Larry's directing was just, you know, smooth, you know, flawless, you know. And they felt the actors innately pulled off roles of really evil people in our society, but they were able to just do it in a way that was really believable. So um, very good review. is very auspicious uh, beginning. Film threat. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, you know. Um, 
Will it make people think about it? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it's not a message. We're not, we, if you want to send a message, use Western Union. That's what I always heard. I just write. I don't know why it came out. It, it came out the way it came out because I was the one writing it. I guess I'm concerned with things like human trafficking. So it winds up in there just because that's me, you know, and that's, a, that's about it. There's nobody trying to do a message on anybody. It's, it's a darkness. There's spiritual warfare. There's, you know, the realm of the dead. There's legion. There's all kinds of things in it, you know, that, uh, that just are, are, you know, part of the consciousness. And so I don't know what it means. It's not, uh, it's a pretty, you know, at first people thought I was being self-indulgent in the screenplay and I went back to Larry. I said, Larry, was I being, I was just being myself when I was writing and he was kind of, we were talking and, and I had, uh, finally I got it, you know, done. I told him all about what I was doing and, you know, at the very beginning and, and, you know, finally got the screenplay done and Mike Muscal, he had a big uh, role in the development of the story. And, uh, then I was on the screenplay and these characters kind of took on their own, uh, energy and their own uniqueness and, uh, the rest is history. And then he, he loved it and he defended uh, Mike was saying there should be some cuts in it and he defended, he didn't want to cut anything. He just wanted to go do it. You know, <laughs> he just really, you know, got into it. And, uh, so, you know, the rest is, as they say, history. Um, we had a couple of setbacks, you know, they, uh, had planned to put us in the theaters and then they pulled that at the last minute and they said, well, it's cause you don't have anyone in it or whatever. And we had to hear about that at a meeting and, and that was kind of, you know, but it's okay because we know we're going to be at these festivals and we know it's going to be before an audience. We know they're going to see it in all its glory. And we spent a lot of time with effects and color grading and, and, you know, to make it a great experience visually in a theater on a big screen. And that's why we're, it's okay to see it on a laptop. And I mean, you're not really getting it, you know, the way it should be. So we, we didn't get that. And, um, but somehow I believe after this review, I think um, that that uh, there will be a revisitation of that in some form, way, fashion down the road. But we did get Canada, North America. I know Latin America is already distributed. Um, and so that's that's going to be Mexico, Brazil, uh, Guatemala, Honduras, you know, all the rest of it. And they, uh, I think they're going to dub it, but I'm not sure. And then the rest of the world, they say, when's it coming to the UK and all that? Well, we have those deals yet to make. You know, this film has just started being sold and this is where we are now. And, um, we, we just haven't found the problem with the foreign buyers. We needed it to be released here first. And we don't, there's no way to really show it to them or to show it to an audience where they can see the reaction of the audience. There's no way to prove it. To them that it's so we have to get it reviewed. You know, it's got to go through this process uh, before we can take it to England. And uh, I know that just the company in England, and you know, there will be a time for that. Uh, we're just a few people here. We can't do everything, but yeah, please see it and and you know, thumb it up and review it well. Unless you, if you hate it, don't say anything. <laughs> unless you're really, really good at writing hate speech, so it, so it's at least interesting. <laughs> But yeah, you know, support support us if if you will, and um, if you can, like I say, you know, thumb it up, and you know, we 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 have uh, a trailer on HD trailers, and uh, it's got about twenty thousand views. I wish that was more like fifty thousand or a hundred thousand. 
So if you can, please see it and view it, mark it up. And, you know, we're just a little indie film. You know what I mean? We're just a little engine that could, you know, we're, we're really nothing like the big studios. I mean, they have all the prints and ads. We don't have those advantages. So we've got you guys. And if you like it and, and you thumb it up and you, you know, write encouraging things, it will help. I don't know that we'll ever, you know, by now they'd have a million views. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, we're uh, the underdog here, okay? So I think there should be a little bit of slack cut for that. I think, you know, there should be, a, you know, a little bit of uh, enthusiasm that we got such a good write-up. And, uh, yeah. It's hard to see the film and not really like like it because uh, the way that Larry filmed it and the color grade, you know, and the, the photography, it's... It's, uh, you know, even if you go, what? You know, there's a few WTF moments, and um, I never explained them as a screenwriter, and Larry wasn't going to explain them as a director, so I guess you're going to have to figure out what it means. You know, the other thing is, here I am sitting here almost three hours. I'm saying too much stuff. I mean, it's... it's no, it's two hours and 48 minutes. Well, and I'm saying all this stuff as a way to try, you know, really to try to help, but I, I just feel like, wow, you know, uh, I know what I'm going to do in the next, as things, you know, get bad, I just got to keep giving it to God, you know, keep, help me get through this, Lord. You know, that's, I, I it's, a, it's the same old message. It's really nothing new about what I'm saying, and I've, I got on here and the other pod's going to start and, you know, I, I, I felt a need to get here. I think I said a couple of things, but, uh, get yeah, people tend to get angry with you when you have a word, you know what I mean? If you're, you know, in, uh, they, they look, they look you up and they, you know, they, they're, <laughs> let's just say <laughs> they, they disappear. They feel self-righteous and disappearing even though you know but you get blamed right you get blamed if you're around uh talking philosophically talking about the bible talking about the lord anything like that comparative religion all the different things um they tend to paint you with a broad brush of being you know uh intolerant and anti you know rainbow flag and anti you know that's that's where they they try to get you to shut you up and take opportunities away and i i've uh Never, we have just never had a problem in those areas. In fact, a lot of people that I that I know that have listened have been, uh, you know, in the 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 gay community. They might not be militants, but they're you know they're gay and they're not, and they're they're married, they're not married, they're they're you know all kinds of forms of life and struggling along. And we just uh, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to find peace with our souls and. I know that the Lord can, you know, will move us through. There are things he doesn't want me to do. And, uh, you know, I work to, to, to try to, you know, make the right choices. And, and I think that's true with everybody. But again, there's forces of intolerance out there. They're really, really strong. And... uh It was the same back in the day. 
and we will see you next time. Uh, there's just nothing I can... <laughs> I'm trying to find something to play. Here's, here's Trish singing. Will not.
Perfect. Yeah. 